Hey there, you're listening to You Still Going On About That with Rob Israel and Joseph K. You can find us anywhere you can download podcasts. You could also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at YSGOAT. Thanks for listening. I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. And you still going on about that? All right, Joseph. And to have a cold you in for an emergency <laughs> YSGOAT meeting. I, I saw the red phone on my desk rang, uh, which rarely happens. I picked it, it up. It makes a goat noise. <laughs> and you said tonight it's go time. It's Ten, goat time. Goat time. 10, 17, 22. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, got to do some stuff this week. So just it was nice. To, he said, no weeks off. We cannot take weeks off. Right. This, this is an important time in. American politics and entertainment. Yes. And we cannot take a break. No. Can't miss a beat. Now, I thought maybe, well, we just recorded on Thursday and it's only Monday. Like, there wouldn't be much stuff that happened. Sure. Oh, boy. Actually, a lot of stuff has happened yeah. over the weekend and today. And plus, we got some shows to talk about. Yeah. Real quick. Well, again, to what are we going to talk about? We are going to know it's it's not it's a somewhat abbreviated list, but there's still plenty to go over. We're going to talk about uh, the two show, two of the shows we've been watching. Uh, Rings of Power concluded with its uh, season one finale, yeah. and Lord of the uh, Lord of the Dragon, uh, House of the Dragon, had uh, what they call its penultimate yep. episode, the next to last episode. Um, which I thought was great. I, I've been kind of iffy on the show, but I've come around to it. And this last episode has been great. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the debates that have been going on. There's been a ton of debates. Uh, and then we're going to talk about the, the the true problem that's been uh, the scourge of our great nation. Um, litter boxes in classrooms. Uh, which <laughs> Or right-wing paranoia. That yeah, I'll I'll save my thoughts on that uh, for when we talk about it. But that we're that's on our list, and then we're going to conclude with <laughs> with uh, Kanye further adventure into Nazism. Yeah, he yeah, and, and he's looking to maybe buy parlor uh, secondhand off of uh, Candace Owens's yeah, husband. Candace Owens convinced a mental patient to buy her <laughs> her husband's shitty right-wing twitter clone that no one gives a shit about yeah uh, it's just such a a crowded market too that that right it's it's funny because like well I'll, I'll save that for when we talk about that too but then it's a crowded field with like twitter uh being like the big uh somewhat normal one i mean and, it's the main it's the main one everything else is just trash you know yeah. it's like the same thing like a couple of years ago there were all these like instagram clones and everybody yep. was like Oh, jump on this, jump on this. And I was like, no. Like, what are you actually offering? And the thing is, do you have the consumers? No, can you bring them? No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm like, I don't care. Like, this is not my job. This is your job. I used, I just fell into using Instagram. I didn't, like, it, it, yeah, whatever. We'll we'll talk about that. Uh, I did want to talk about some important stuff, though, before. Okay, we, yeah. yeah. Bring it. I did. The, yeah. This is really important. <laughs> I did watch some other stuff. Uh, did, have you seen any of the recent Halloween movies? No, I, I, uh, 
a, a person I know loves the Halloween movies and she watched the latest one Halloween ends and was, I think a little underwhelmed by it. Uh, I've watched, I watched the, the first few Halloween one and two. It wasn't three, like season of the witch or something. Or... Well, have you, you haven't seen any of the recent ones from 2018 on. No, the last one I saw was the one, um, like the artsy one. Uh, artsy. Yeah, maybe I'm thinking of. No, I'm thinking of. No, I, I was thinking of a uh, uh, Friday the Thirteenth, not Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, yeah, Wes oh, Craven. that one where yeah. they when they show that he's an actual demon. Yeah, um, yeah. So no, I haven't kept up with the Halloween ones. No. Uh, okay, I don't know if I need to talk about then. It's just they brought they they rebooted this series so many goddamn times. They brought back uh, what's her face again is Laurie Strode. Yep, basically, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, so like every movie since the first one doesn't count. These oh, last three are the ones that count, and they somehow just get dumber and worse. I, I yeah. don't know. They just need to stop making them. I I don't know how to explain it. Um, it's weird. Like the first one came out in twenty eighteen, and then the second one was supposed to come out like two years later. Halloween kills maybe that sounds right yeah and that was the second one and that got delayed because of covid so it didn't come out till like 2021 so okay. the movie was already like a year or two old already at that point and then they were like when they released that they're like well we already finished this halloween one so this one's gonna come out like a year later and this one's like halloween ends gotcha uh we if you have Peacock, which we get from our internet provider, like we use a, I think we do Infinity, have Peacock. So we get, so we get Peacock with it. Peacock's actually not bad. Uh, you know, you could get it, for, you know, for free. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want to say, I know we have um Paramount. I yeah. think we have Peacock too. I, I'd have to check. Well, you have to pay. There's like you can download Peacock and like there's content you get with commercials and stuff. Mm -hmm. But then there's exclusive content that. They're not going to give you unless you pay. Yeah. And, uh, Halloween Kills was like, or Halloween Ends. We were like, yeah, you don't have to go to the, it's in the theater, but right. watch it at home with this. It was premiering at the same time. So I was like, fuck it, let's watch it. And we watched Halloween Kills on HBO Max. That one's fucking dumb. I mean, one of the plots in that movie is like everyone in the town's like going nuts and they're mm -hmm. like, oh my God. And they think, I guess the plot in the first movie was when Michael Myers escapes from the mental institution, he escaped with this other guy. And all the people in the town are so dumb and crazy that night <laughs> that they think that Michael Myers, they confused the guy who uh, <laughs> escaped with Michael Myers to be Michael Myers. Now, right. the problem is the guy who escaped with him yeah is two feet shorter <laughs> incredibly overweight has long bald but long hair you know like bald yeah, bald, yeah. long very long hair and that would be i think that would be like a very obvious hey yeah. that's not michael myers this is clearly right it may, and it, every time I saw him on screen, I would think of the Seinfeld episode when Kramer thought that the hospital had a pig man. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Pig man, Jerry, they have a pig. I told you it was squealing. Uh, yeah, that was that movie. And then this one, they were the last one. They were trying to do like a weird, um, 
almost like you ever see Nightmare on Elm Street 2 when like the guy is turning into Freddy Krueger? Oh yeah, yeah. Gosh, yeah. Um that one uh that one is like a weird Freddy Krueger movie. It was like very different from the other ones. Uh but there's something going on in this one where like this guy is kind of turning into Michael Myers, but they oh, I don't goodness. know. It could have been interesting if they actually went with it, but they end up fucking that one up too. Huh. I don't know. They need to stop making these movies. They're not yeah. well, Halloween was like a great Halloween itself was kind of like a great flick. You know, certainly not like a classic I cinema, mean, it just but works as a one-off really. Yeah, it's a great like, movie. It's it doesn't just, need to be a ton of mythology around this. I mean, it's just a nut. That's it. Yeah. And every time you try to add to it, 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 or you like keep bringing him back. Like the guy is not invulnerable. He's supposed to be like a per- yeah. We get it. He's crazy, but like yeah. like Freddy's demonic and Jason's yeah. undead. Technically, he's like a zombie kind of right. So like those make sense. But this dude's just like a big guy with a knife, and it's yeah. like I don't know. This. Hopefully they stop making this movie. Yeah. They're not really good. <laughs> Somebody was like posted a thing saying that I guess the original plan for Halloween was that like I don't know, it was one of the sequels or whatever, but every time Michael Myers killed someone, he got bigger. Oh. So you like when he turned to like a kaiju in the end or something. <laughs> that would have been yeah. I would have liked that. That would have that been, been fun. Yeah. Well. It's like a Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> I want to just talk real quick too i i forgot to bring this up and i thought about this yeah we talked about the last she hulk episode yes. um one of the funniest lines in it and i wonder if like anyone who caught you know like todd's like going on it was todd right he was the bad guy. yeah and uh he he goes he gives like this rant before he, he you know takes the blood and turns into his own hulk uh about how she didn't earn it right right he had to work for it or whatever and it's just really funny because he's just like a rich kid who yeah. paid people <laughs> but he said the later that he considers yeah, that's that funny work. like she didn't earn it right but nepotism but he did. it's all like everything's just handed to this guy yeah um that was then, a great series i like that a lot yeah i do there's all these people who just like you know i think they just don't get it and that's fine i don't think it's not for everybody yeah but that's like, fine i mean something else will come out from marvel that 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 some of these people will like well, the thing the thing is that Marvel's putting out like a pretty decent amount of content, so the odds of you experiencing content you don't love just increases. Yeah, you Wakanda know? comes out in like less than a month. Um, you have the Guardians Christmas special. I yep. think there's I don't know what the next stuff comes out afterwards. There's a movie coming out early next year. I think there's a series starting early next year yeah. too. There's so gonna be like, stuff that doesn't fit. You know, I mean, looking back on it. Miss Marvel, parts of it I really liked. I liked the characters, but I didn't love the series. It's nothing I'm going to like revisit, but like I'm glad it's there. I'm glad it's there. I'm glad they made it, you know, because like the my daughter watched a couple episodes and she was a little more engaged than I was. I mean, it's like, I don't know. Not everything's going to work for everyone. That's fine. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then real quick before we go into all this, I watched an important movie last night with my son. Probably one of the most important movies ever made. What what was it? It was Dana Carvey's Master of Disguise. Oh, Pistachio Disguising. (laughs) He was (laughs) Yeah, that movie. 
such a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> I just remember the, the his name being the best character name of all time. Oh Pist- god, it's so bad. Pistachio like, Harvey has this like horrendous Italian accent throughout the whole thing. Yeah. There's like this whole like they come from a long line of mat master of yeah disguise. Yeah. Oh my god. There's this long line of this Italian family that like they're the master of disguise. They talk about their like throughout history. Yeah. Uh the father try doesn't want his son to be in it, but he can't hold back. Right. So is he's a disguising people because <laughs> it's just his natural morphing ability. But yeah. one of the best scenes in that movie. And probably the only good scene in that movie is the Turtle Club. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say it's when he when he disguised himself as Mitch McConnell. The yeah, the Turtle Club. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually really fucking weird, and it's the funniest. It is like I, me and Roger was like cracking up, like for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, but yeah. The part where he literally bites off a guy's nose. <laughs> The guy's nose, it, it, it's like it's just flat. Like he has nothing there. It's not like there's blood or a hole right. or he just has a smoothness. And then Danny Carver's character, turtle character spits it back on him and his nose goes back on. And it's like, I don't even get it. What, what is going what is what was that? Who is that for? What is going on? The best, the, the best part about this movie though is and that scene. Was and I don't know how much this is bullshit, but there's supposedly a story going around that, and it makes sense on the timeline of things. Mm-hmm. They were making that movie when 9/11 happened. It came out. Oh. It came out uh, like a year later after 9/11, and supposedly they were filming the turtle scene. Oh man! When 9/11 occurred, or wow. around the end, it just makes it seem even. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean because like 9-11 is not right, right. It's awful but like it just there's so many <laughs> like I gotta see like a like the set they're like oh my god we gotta <laughs> we <laughs> I don't know if we could film today Dana we right. the buildings were attacked and he's like in his turtle costume he's like what <laughs> and then he gets to give this like rousing speech to right. the to everyone working there talking about like what happened today and like you know it's all way just so they could film the turtle scene <laughs> and he's like those terrorists may have taken down those towers but they have not stopped the, the production w- of master of disguise the world but, needs laughter more than ever yeah <laughs> this turtle scene Will not be we will not negotiate with terrorists and we will film this turtle club scene mm. and he's doing it all while in that costume yeah i would imagine <laughs> and everyone's like all right let's do this usa usa these just a slow clap at first club. what a slow clap at first and then like it just kind of gains in intensity <laughs> And like he's doing, and like everyone's doing USA, and he's doing that thing where he's like, it's <laughs> going in and out of the shell. Yeah. yeah. I, I picture that, and that just makes the movie like, yeah, so much better. <laughs> and actually, so much more important. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know if you remember the, uh, was that book? The, they, they, 
the commission, 9-11 commission. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there was like a book you can get. Yeah. I remember buying that and starting to read it and just being like, this is no bullshit. I'm not not the page turner it was made out to um, be. <laughs> there's actually a chapter in and about the uh, turtle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, master in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Dana yeah. Carter showed up in the turtle outfit. <laughs> God, such a fucking weird movie. Yeah, that I I remember that really well. I, um, I never actually sat through it because I remember like putting it on and just being like, "Oh my god, this is so unwatchable with his voice and like it's so stupid." But Roger wanted to watch it, and I just found like a newfound appreciation for it. Whole movie's crap. It's one of those movies, I noticed this a lot, and this was around the time when like movie theaters actually were more important. I don't think movies mm-hmm. can get with this today because you can just dump them on streaming. They had rules back in the day, like a movie has to be over like 80 something minutes long. Oh yeah, yeah. What a lot of these like shitty like comedies would do is they would, the movie would be like really like 70 minutes. 70 minutes, yeah. Or something like that. And then they would have this really extensive, long credit scene with lots of outtakes. Yeah. Scenes that were cut out from the movie, bloopers, just random shit. Pootie Tang was like that. I don't know if you Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, the movie is just a fucking mess. There's nothing in it. And then, like, there's, like, a 25-minute credit scene. Yeah. With just weird bloopers that were just cut out. And this movie has tons of that. And then there's like one part where I guess there's a training robot that he fights and it okay. prom. And then you find out in the credit scene that the training robot actually had a dwarf in it. Oh. In the okay. whole time. And smacks him. And the dwarf is dressed up like Mario from the Mario Brothers. Okay. And it is the fucking weirdest. It's just fucking weird. It's like, who made this movie? A lot of those movies. I was thinking like a lot of those SNL type of movies. I th- I just looked it up. We saw, my, my wife and I saw Corky Romano, which came out around that time. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That was like 80 minutes. I just looked up the running time. Like a lot of them were, they were like, they. They like, bet you there was like 10, 15 minute. They make the credits. Yeah. Long. And you watch it, and they're like, hey, this counts as content. So the movie's technically like 90 minutes or 88 yep. minutes or whatever. whatever yeah, exactly. And they all they all essentially could have been an SNL sketch. Like Master of Disguise is an SNL sketch. I think Master you know? of Disguise was more like uh, I took, I ate more than <laughs> one shroom. And I <laughs> stopped at the one. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. that's some more important things to talk about. Yes. Speaking of tripping. Right, right. Well, what do you want to talk about first? Do you want to talk about House of the Dragon or Rings of Power? About Cock Ring of Power. Yeah, I look that that ended its first season. Yeah. Um, they 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 came out very definitively with uh, one reveal and o- almost nearly as definitively with the other. Yeah, uh, I, uh, I I uh, I gotta tell you, yeah. It, I, I think it was okay. It, yeah. it, it's not like okay. We all knew this fucking guy was all right. Spoilers. For yes. Ring of Everyone knew this guy was Sauron. 
It was revealed that it's the dude who was kind of working with Elandria. Everyone, he was like supposedly this king or mm-hmm. king, line of kings. So you get kind of like a little bit of an Aragorn. Is that his name? Yeah, he looked like Aragorn or Strider. Same yeah. character. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and so everyone was talking about that, and there was kind of like uh, I don't know if they were dropping hints in the series that he was. There were swamped. a few. Yeah. And then the other one was the stranger who's hanging out with the um, transient hobbits. Yeah, the Harfoots. The Harfoots who... So there's no Hobbit village yet, or is there a Hobbit village? No, I think these are like... I think there are several tribes of Hobbits, and these are like the Hobbits' precursors. These are like nomadic people, migratory people, and my guess is that over time the hobbits will settle and kind of i don't know evolve to some extent i guess this has been clear that this takes place during the second age or something yes yeah and i guess a lot of people were pissed because they're like they're changing tokens thing because uh gandalf does not show up in this age right it's they i guess took in tolkien's work the second age was really like thousands of years of history and this show is kind of smushing it together and overlapping some of it with the third age. It's which, like, what the shit, you do whatever you want. Yeah, look, it's... <laughs> fucking guy's been dead for yeah. decades. <laughs> I mean, if you want... He's so old, this kid's old. This kid's been yeah. dead, right? Isn't this kid dead, too? I have no idea. But if you're going to... If you want to see this, this is how it's got to be. You're not going to do, like, a you know, 400 season series covering these thousands of years. It's just not going to happen. So, So, I don't know. People are annoyed about that. I don't really care. I would say that I feel like this was stupid. I think that if they wanted to make the show better, I would have made that a middle of the season reveal of who Gandalf was. I don't feel like that is a uh, worthy drag along eight episodes. We all knew that he was somebody. I mean, in the beginning episode, they try to psych you out. And the yeah. three weirdos are like Master Sauron or whatever. And he's just like, Whoa. but I guess they like kind of wake him up because like halfway through the episode, he starts talking normal. Yeah. Instead of like, like he's like more he sounds more like Gandalf for, for was, yeah. understands I, what's going on. <laughs> he doesn't had... like, uh, Bobo from uh, Walk Like a Man anymore. <laughs> Classic. I... I would say that, like, I tend to agree the two central mysteries, who is Sauron, who is Gandalf, they didn't really need to be there. I mean, like... Well, the, the Sauron thing works as, like, an end-of-season thing. Yeah. I don't know. But I feel like the Gandalf thing, that could have been resolved, like, three out four episodes ago. I don't think... And you could still left it open that he might not be Gandalf, but you, you at least, like, make him become more... I don't know. I just didn't think it was like worthy of uh, you know, seven episodes or whatever, just dragging on. We knew that he was there was something special about him because you know he fucking crashed and here's this tall white guy with a beard, long yeah. hair. Oh, I wonder who he might be. Yeah, right. Well, you know? I yeah, I think the, <laughs> like, the problem I mean, no hair and he was like bald, then there definitely would have been more ambiguity, but like it was just like, okay, it's clearly a young Gandalf. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I I so much like didn't care 
about like those reveals as much as like i just like like the the setting the kind of history of middle earth like i said i mean this this show appeals to me in like a real specific way that admittedly is not going to appeal to a lot of people i just think like they made some weird decisions like i don't like that the dwarf none of the dwarves were in this episode at all that and, was strange yeah yeah like i feel like it just kind of abruptly ends too it's like all of a sudden sauron is like standing in mount doom or mordor and he's now like wearing like a black cloak and looking more mysterious and it's like okay that's cool like he goes and he get he's hurt and then they take him to the elves and they heal him and then he's like telling him like i can make this into rings and they're like how about we make three rings to balance and it's like yeah. what's going on here it's throwing the power and then like i don't know then like sauron's kind of hitting on gladriel and's like come with me and uh be my wife yeah i guess and, all of that was like in tolkien's work i didn't realize this i i I read. I, I like that. I thought that was kind of cool. It also made me think of like a little bit like when Gladriel sees the ring, Frodo, and she like freaks out in the movie. Yeah. Like, I'll be the queen. Everyone will love me. And she's like, it's like oh, it's glowing and shit. Yeah. Like, I thought that it kind of made me think of that a bit, like her being tempted by Sauron. Right. Uh, well, I don't know. Like I said, I just don't think it's okay i like like it's sad the one hobbit died yeah. i liked the character the leader um i like that uh the one girl uh, uh froda yeah right <laughs> froda froda is going off on an adventure with baby gandalf yeah probably gandalf uh grodolf grodolf Gro Gro yeah Grogu. Gro baby gandalf <laughs> Yeah, Muppet Baby uh, Gandalf. Um, Muppet Baby Gandalf. Muppet Baby Gandalf. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, but I'm shocked Sam, the Sam Wise girl, didn't come. I was too, a little bit. Um, except sure that she'll be back, but she'll be back. But they need, I think they needed to have like a lead, like a clear lead character with gandalf you know yeah, what i mean like i just think again this story is just it, it <clears throat> i don't think it was like worthy of it being dragged out all season like i mean they skip some stuff some episodes are not even in it there's like one or two they're not in so i guess if you like rewatch and see the pacing's different but i don't know and then the other thing they announced like yeah they did announce season two but that shit ain't coming out till like 2024 that yeah i think that's a mistake i think they it should have been i mean first of all like if bezos is pumping all his money into the show and amazon this is supposed to be their big fucking like this is supposed to be the thing that make or breaks amazon prime which i'm like no it's not <clears throat> free shipping is what the bricks yeah amazon right uh if they get rid of that people will stop using amazon prime they're not going to pay you know i mean who knows um that i think that was foolish on their part they should have been already filming if they really oh yeah theories and and they invested all that money i still am like well and they can still give actors time off like they what? they they can still do it in shifts so that actors have time off and everything. They could have do we're gonna do hobbit scenes for the next three months, then hobbits you get a well, break. They film it anyway. I mean yeah. I'm yeah. 
everybody at the same time if they're not even in the same scenes, you know? But I think it's a big mistake. They should have season two ready to go out in like March, you know, or something yeah, like that. I listen, even a year from now, like October, yeah. September. That's fine. That's normal. I think two years is a bad idea. It's like finding out it's like Dune. Like, oh Dune was a hit. Oh yeah. Did you make the other half? No. When not you get yet. a I don't know, maybe like twenty twenty five. Yeah, see, that's... Mm-mm. It's like, at that point, I'm going to give a shit. I still think Dune was only successful because it was, like, the first movie people were going to see in the theater because it came out when, like, the vaccines were out and it was, like, the big... It was good, though, too. I mean, it wasn't, like... They did a good job with it. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I like complete stories. You know, it's just me. I think I would have liked Dune or two, if Dune 2 was there, if I knew that was actually coming out. Yeah. And, it was in the bag already. Um, but I don't know. This series is like, okay. I don't really know. Like nothing really to say. I mean, like, okay. So you find out the King's dead, which yep. I didn't really give a shit about. I'm like, I guess, you know, that was that the woman who's blind now, that was her dad, I guess. Um, yes. If not her dad, like some, somehow. Jermaine. Like if Jermaine played him from Flight of the Concords, he's got like yeah. that black and gray hair. Yeah, he's the no, he's like the worm, worm tongue of that area. But like, oh yeah, he's trying to cause trouble. So I guess there's gonna be like a power struggle because the king's dead. She, one of the cliffhangers was them showing back up or something, but there was something going, or they ended up somewhere. I don't, where did they end up? It's real, you know that. Okay, so. That confused me a little bit, and I, I should probably like read up on it and see. But they they go back into to town, Numidor, and the boats are coming in, and the uh the the captain or whatever is freaked out, and the queen, the blind queen, is like, "What do you see? What do you see?" And he never reveals to her what he sees, but we see all these boats with these black sails. Yeah. And I don't know what that means, to be honest with you. I don't know if that's like invaded or something, or well, the ta- the city itself looked fine. It yeah, really did. it didn't look like there was anything bad. It was just like there wasn't any sign of a struggle or a fight. <laughs> Nothing was, was like on fire or anything, right? So I wondered if maybe like he comes back in and he realizes that the Numidor is just ready to go to war. You know, like this is their new life you know that they're they are going to war you know because the captain seemed pretty ambivalent about it and the queen seemed like let's go we're coming back to fight but then the it the scene transitions almost imperceptibly to an explosion in a tower and i was like oh my god is there is the city under attack but it's not numidor you you immediately go to the elven city where they're experimenting on how to make a ring and they're, so, you know what I mean? And it was a very confusing so, scene. I don't know. I think as a last episode, I mean, I don't want to shit on your parade. <laughs> uh, it was like, okay. And then after finding out, like, you had to wait, like, two years to remove it. I'm yeah, just, that sucks. It kind of makes it even weaker. Like, if it was coming out a year from now, I'd be like, oh, uh, cool. I'll see it in a year. Like, I'm going to watch it. It's not yeah, like, yeah. I still like the... I still like this property. <clears throat> I'm just like I said, I just can't say that it was good. Like, okay, like it's not. It does not even compete with those movies, those Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a different thing, you know. I mean, I agree. But I mean, like, that's the only content 
you that's unfortunate okay that's the thing it's like marvel has so much stuff that you can like compare stuff to that you know if you don't like one thing there's like 40 other things that are like right star wars kind of used to be like that where yeah. back in the day you when the prequels are out you only had the ability to compare them to the original trilogy right and same thing when the sequels came out you really only had to compare it to the prequels on the originals but now there's all these shows and there's all this stuff that if there's a stinker in there it's like the work because they're gonna make probably something right i mean you know it's like if you didn't like boba fett but you probably like andor yeah yeah this unfortunately falls into like everyone is just going to compare to those three movies Hobbit is one where they're going to probably be like, eh, I think people just forgot about it. It was not very yeah. good, like, forgettable. Um, I mean, was it better than the Ralph Baskin series? <laughs> <laughs> probably. Um, you ever, you ever seen the uh, Ralph Bakshi one? That Yeah. They never finished it. They only did one because it like bombed, and I guess it was like really hard to work on. They only made it was going to be two parts, basically. Yeah, uh, Lord of the Rings. It was going to be two movies. One of the, basically, it ends like halfway through the two towers, I guess. Yeah, doesn't it end at the Balrog scene, or am I? No, it, I no. Hmm. I think it ends because like the the trees are in it, and they don't show up till like. That's true. The end. Right? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, th those all those Ralph Bakshi movies, Wizards especially, just freak me the fuck out. So, um, well, they had like a weird effect in those Lord of the Rings. It movies. was all like rotoscoping. I think. Well, it's all rotoscope, but then they had like weird like actors in the background that like yeah. kind of did that looked odd. That it's dude's a, whole look... canon is nightmare fuel. What? That dude's whole canon is yeah. nightmare yeah. fuel. <laughs> it's pretty sick though. Uh, but man, if you want to take a nap, that movie will. Taking the snooze town and like a mid like that's probably a good idea. But I'm having a hard time falling asleep. I should just put on that Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Well, I'll but, say this about Rings oh. of Power, and th this is gonna sound like a criticism, but I don't mean it that way. I did find Rings of Power like leisurely paced, you know, but I found it in a good way. I liked kind of pop pacing was bad on the show. I mean, it was a little slow at some parts. Like I said, I would say the best episode of that show was like the seventh one, which is the yeah. one where the big battle. Oh yeah, that was a good one. Mount Doom, origin of Mordor. That's the best episode, hands down. And then like eight kind of just meanders, and then this one they were trying to do like some, they were trying to do some like cliffhangers, but they just did not. I don't know. They just didn't hit. It's like, yeah, we kind of knew you were fucking Sauron. I don't know. And the thing is, like, okay, so you're Sauron now, and then you just now you're just a Mordor. You're just in a fancy black robe now. Like, who cares? It would have been a bigger thing if, like, and it's so funny too because it's like, I feel like this feels like Game of Thrones season eight, where people are like traveling really far. Yeah. Far. He just like leaves the elf place, right? Mm -hmm. but, like, where did he go? I don't know. Yeah. My God, he might have been Sauron. Oh, no. <laughs> We're so dumb. We're the dumbest fucking things in the world. Maybe that Dwarf King's right. We should just go. <laughs> and, then, and then all of a sudden, like, he's in Mordor. And it's like, how doesn't these, like, things take forever to get to? <laughs> you would think. I mean, it took the Hobbits a long time to get there. Um, I don't know. I'm just saying that, like, you know, if it was, like, 
he had his army of orcs and he had like it would have been just a more intense ending i i there's just some weird i don't know it felt rushed the ending like it was like well was the show's paced in such a like glacial like i'm not saying like the show's slow but like the actions and what they do yeah but then that last episode they're just like rushed it to get to an ending and i just felt like eh, i don't know well. I don't know. I I will say I I will say um for a long time I liked this a lot better than Game uh, uh Game of Dragon House. Uh I liked it a lot better than House of the Dragon, but as the more the two shows evolved, I just saw them as like really really different shows. You know I what just I mean? Them coming out at the same time was a really bad move on both their parts i think like i mean maybe i think house of the dragons is a better show maybe <laughs> if anything it makes house of the dragons look better well I don't know. now is game of, is ring of power monsters bad no um, no 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 no, no. Yeah, that's like um, a, i'm just trolling at this point like, yeah really, like i said i i really enjoy uh rings uh rings of power i i am real excited for the next season um, I generally think the show went really well. Any nitpicks I have are kind of minor. Um, oh, my fault, yeah, brain damage. Yeah, my, <laughs> and that's why I support Herschel Walker. And that's why I support, <laughs> yeah. um, no, I, I switching to like House of the Dragon. Um, I I had a lot of trouble getting into this show. Before you get into that, though, yeah, like where do you think this show is going to go? Well, that's the thing with with uh, Rings of Power. I mean, clearly the show is they're going to do the rings, and they start with the three rings for the elves, and then I'm assuming Sauron gets Mithril at some point and crafts his one ring in Mount Doom. Isn't there like nine rings or something made, and then it's turned into one ring. It's no, it's like okay, so. The elves get three rings, and then the dwarves get like five, and then mankind gets nine. But those, all those kings become corrupted, and they become the the ring wraiths, the ring wraiths that we yeah. see in uh the Lord of the Rings series. And then I think Sauron's ring is the one crafted in Mount Doom. That's why you got to take it back to Mount Doom because that's yeah, the only it. Yeah, so. My guess is that it's the story of the rings. I mean, like obviously it's called Rings of Power, so that's I bet you the plan, right? Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure I'll be fine. Yeah, well, <laughs> I read this article where it's like Tolkien stuff is about the journey. It's not necessarily about plot or what happens when you get there or anything like that and in a lot of ways that's true because like if you if you like think of like lord of the rings and uh all of the, you know those properties i mean like there's cool stuff happens but it's not like super original a lot of it's based off like real common mythology it's all the little details along the way that make it cool you know so i i liked that world i like the world building in this season I'm willing to be patient with it. I've like Amazon hardly cranks out any good shows anymore. Well, and, this Maisel show? I, you know, I watched the first season or two and I liked it just fine, Maisel. but I don't know. Um, I, like I was just happy. I just anyone would hate that show. I'm just happy that I would get 
a, a decent show. Oh, have you watched property. The Boys? No, everyone tells me it's great, but I've never seen it. Yeah, I have to watch that. That's yeah. the best show on Amazon right now. It's yeah. just it's vulgar as hell. There's no denying it. Right. People, like I love when people are like comparing it to like a Marvel thing or whatever. And they're like, the boys better. I'm like, you just like the boys because it's incredibly violent and they curse and they don't give a shit. Yeah. So, like you really it's not fair to compare it to something. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's like saying like I like Deadpool better than like uh I don't know. Any Marvel movie, and you know, I what you like about it. I like that he chops people's heads off and, and curses. Yeah. It's like, well, because the movie's rated R. I mean, it's like not I safe. did watch most of the first episode of The Boys, um, and I remember thinking it reminded me of that movie Hancock with uh, Will. Oh, oh, so much better than that. Yeah, Hancock. I'm just saying that's what it reminded me of. Like, oh, this is yeah. like, what if superheroes were kind uh, of dicks? What's great about this is it's not even really about superheroes. And it's one of the best uh, political satires of the United States. Yeah. I read something about that where they, they talked about, like, basically, like, people realizing that they were, like, just making fun of fascists. and. Well, the first season is all about, like, the Bush administration. And then, like, the second season is, like, the rise of, like, MAGA in the country and, like, Nazi. Okay in uh crouching and the third one was just straight up maga like it's like yeah. homelander and i'd say that's probably the best show amazon's got right now um it's funny there's always jokes about like how uh amazon had like what was it their show has an evil superman in it and the yeah. that what would you expect from like guy who owns the company? Right. Well, he literally looks like Lex Luthor. Of course, he would put out propaganda that makes the, the idea of a Superman not to be like the most scariest thing. That's funny. It is really funny. Uh, but I don't know. Oh yeah, we can, all right. Well, we could talk about um, House of Dragon. Like I said, I don't know. Like, do I think Ring of Power is like? There's some. I read one review of the guy like. So there was too many women in it. No, I was kidding. <laughs> this review well, was pretty good, actually. It was basically talking about like Tolkien and all that. Just, like, you know, part of me is like, I don't even care. Because I never read them and I don't care. I just want a good show. That's yeah. all that I care about at the end of the day. And I learned that with like comic book adaptations too. Like back in the day, I used to get annoyed when like they make the costume look weird or they do this. And right. I'm like, I don't really care as long as you're making a better story. If you're gonna make the take the comic and make it weak, or you're gonna take the book and make it weak, then it sucks. But if you're gonna change something, but it it makes sense to the context of a movie, and it's good. I don't care if it changes things. Like I don't care if fucking Tolkien wrote that right. game was should like Gandalf should not exist during this time period. I don't care. Like, but if it's the best show on earth, I, I'm fuck bring Gandalf in whenever you feel like it. I don't care. Yeah. But if the show is not that great, then I can understand people's critique. The whole idea is to make content that is better than... Yeah, not. improve on it. What? Improve on it. You improve on But also you're making it that, like, I'm making a TV show here. You're reading a book. Books. Yeah. People don't sit down and, like... I mean, some people watch, like, 10 minutes of a show. That's Some people watch things like that. Sure, but, but that's like, rare. Well, people will read, like... 20 pages. I know mean, there's some people like, I knocked out a book in two days. I'm like, oh, did you? That's crazy. All right, good for you. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, good. There's people who could do that. But I, depending on what book it is, like, 
it could take me weeks depending yeah. on and so how you read things is just different tv has to work a different way so i'm like i don't really care if it matches flow yeah or comic i don't care but the show has to be compelling right and no that makes I, sense i liked some characters in the show i liked the dwarf i liked his wife i liked his relationship with mm. the one elf who's that elf supposed to be Elrond. Is that supposed to be the guy, guy Pierce? Not Guy Pierce, the fucking guy from the original. Blood yeah, Rangers. Hugo Weaving or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be that, okay, it's supposed to be that character. Yep, I didn't realize that. The guy looks like kind of looks like Doogie Hauser a bit. Yeah, he does a lot look like Doogie Hauser. Like a little bit like Doogie Hauser. Um, like they're interesting. I don't give a fuck about any of the humans on the show. Yeah, I don't any of them interesting. They set uh, up the the woman. The mother of that kid, they set her up to be interesting, but then they just sort of lost track of her yeah, along the way. Track of her after the that big battle scene. Yeah. Like that's the other thing I didn't like about this last episode, too, is a bunch of characters. Like, I'm sorry, but like closing episodes, especially if the show's not gonna be around, you should at least have like like the one elf and that woman that you're talking about. Yeah. Did, were they even in there? I guess they were in it for a little bit. The guy, the kid well. Was- was he in it at all? I think they were in it, but like you, I don't even know if they had lines. You know, I mean, like it was very. It just was not a good last episode, especially with having to wait two years. Yeah, that's a lot. At it, um, I'll give. You ever watch the TikTok Chef reacts? Oh yeah, he's great. That guy's awesome. He'd be like, and most of the time he reviews it, and he'll say like. I don't know. I give it a three. Uh, I eat the shit out of it. Right. Yeah. He'd eat it anyway. Uh, I'm going to do that with this. I'm going to say I give Ring of Power a five. I'll probably watch it when it comes back. <laughs> yeah. I would say for me, it gets like an eight out of 10. Um, I obviously am going to watch it when it comes back out. I think it did what it needed to do for me uh, with the with the notable caveat that like it just hit right for me and it's not necessarily. I'm not saying I wouldn't, I guess that's what I would, I wouldn't recommend this to people. Like I wouldn't go out and tell people like, Hey, you need to check out the show. The problem with this is, is like, unless like, I don't know if this is going to attract people who are not Lord of the Rings fans. Mm. Could be. Yeah. Well, I did like, that's why the Mandalorian worked because it was like, it was a great show. Oh yeah. Hey, I think I might've saw a Star Wars once and it's like, don't worry. Yeah. You'll pick it up watch it there's a guy who kind of looks like boba fett there's a guy who there's a thing that looks like yoda you know what those things are you've seen them and right. they're like yeah that's fine i know what this is and the show works on its own as its own thing and i don't think this show works as a it, to me it's not compelling enough like you just i mean you literally just said it you yeah. don't know if you would recommend it to someone unless if well, I, yeah i'd have to know a lot about them and yeah what is it called? The uh, Skrillium? No, what's it called? The, oh, geez. I can never pronounce it. The Cimmerillion. See, I always love that. That's like the real Lord of the Rings nerd shit. It's like, <laughs> you mean Lord of the Rings? What the? Yeah, I know what those are. Fellowship, Two Towers, King. Oh, yeah. Have you ever read the Cimmerillion? <laughs> That's it. Like, yeah, if you, if that, if you know what that word is, then this this will probably appeal to you. <laughs> <laughs> We're a fucking dork. <laughs> Have you ever read 
George, no, not George Armand, whatever. Right, right. And Eric Gandalf the third. What was his name? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's Gandalf. What's the writer of Lord of the Rings? Oh, J.R.R. Tolkien? Yeah. I was going to say Orwell. <laughs> this was inscribed in J.R.R. Tolkien's <laughs> The Third? Well. All right. All right. Speaking of nerd shit. Yeah. Uh, but with incest. But we yeah. Uh, House, House of the Dragon. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the same. It's the blur. Too much content. Remember when you had to wait three years for something and there was like nothing really out? I mean, yeah, movies and stuff like that. But we're talking like comics or Star Wars or whatever, like any of that type of stuff. It took years. Yep. And you had nothing else. But now there's so much and it's just like, it's just some puree of content. It is. It's pretty overwhelming. Um, I would say House of the Dragon. Uh, I definitely like it a whole lot now. You know, I would say why? Why does House of the Dragons work? I would say to someone, "Hey, Game of Thrones." I never watched it. I would tell them, "You don't need to." Yeah, it's a show. And I'll tell them, I'll be like, first episode's like okay, it really picks up in the second episode. I would say almost to me, you're better off having never seen Game of Thrones. Yeah, honestly. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the- That's why I think this show works. That's why it's successful because it. I feel like it does such a good job of like it created compelling characters and compelling settings in that you don't have to think about. I mean, you'll, there's references you'll think about Game of Thrones, but honestly, like this show is different. I think, yeah, that's it's funny you say that because I hadn't thought of this before. But almost all, almost every time I have a problem with the show, it's because they've introduced some element that relates to Game of Thrones, and I'm trying to figure out, like, well, how does this relate to that, or what does this mean for the history of that, and it's just it like distracts me. I would, I, I almost wish I had never seen Game of Thrones or read it, and saw this first, and then afterwards went on to, to enjoy those other things um the show special effects suck the show is really picked up in my estimation um I, the character it's weird like it's a it is kind of a trick to create characters that act believably and still surprise you you know what i mean like you need you can't have characters just doing random bullshit all the time because like they don't feel real but they also still got to surprise you. And that's kind of like a difficult balance. And I think the biggest things they did well in time jumps was, especially with the younger characters, casting the actors and being able to show you consistency and personalities. Yeah. Through each uh, kind of character, each actor in a way that like, I will say my, here's some, the older actors, like the ones who were adults always from the yeah. start, they did not get a good job of aging them, really. No, it's, it's like it's, that one dude that the princess gets her original, like the guy from Dorn. He yeah. looks exactly the same as he does. Because you got to realize there's 20, it's supposed to be like over two decades from the first episode has passed. Yeah. And the queen, Allison, looks younger than ever in my 
opinion. The, the, the actual queen. Well, the funny thing is she's played by Olivia Cook, who yeah. realized she's from uh, Bates Motel. Right. And she's been in tons of shit. She was in a movie recently where the guy's going deaf on Amazon Prime and she plays his girlfriend. Hmm. I swore she was she in she was in some other big movie recently. Mm. Uh was she in Ready Player One? I think she was in that. Oh, okay. That she's might she's been in a lot of stuff. Right. She's not she's only 28. Yeah. Like she doesn't that's why it was kind of funny because I felt like, okay, the other girl, like, you know, she gets played by a different actress when mm-hmm. she's and I could see, like, okay, this looks like this person aged 10 years. Yeah. And then while this other actress is like, yeah, I mean, she's, like, a little more older and mature than the teenager that was playing her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some of that is a little jarring to me. I mean, I'm not going to make a huge deal about it because once you I mean, get used to it. That. I mean, I can tell she's older. Like, yeah. she, but I know what you mean. She's still very young. The actress is, like I said, she's not even 30, the actress. But, well, yeah, you go by Game of Thrones in that era. She might as well be 60. <laughs> yeah, but like when Alicent and the princess are young, they look like peers, like they could be, they're the same age. And then later in the show, they look like one looks very younger than the other. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's not a huge deal. I see pictures of people from my high school and on Facebook sometimes, and I'm like, True. and I'm like, maybe I'm just deluded and think I look younger. No, that's a good point. <laughs> well, this this show I think for me has really picked up, and I think the it's weird. The time jumps they always handled really well. I think it's a good way to tell the story, and it kind of gives a lot of weight to what's going on. Like the princess for so many years has been worried that she's going to get the throne stolen out from under her. She's kind of always, and it's been going on and on and on. And like the the war in the Stepstones has been going on and on and on. And so like having these time jumps gives you the weight of these things. They seem important and like momentous, you know, like, I don't know. It just, I thought it was a little more effective than maybe even I first thought. And I always liked it. The time jumps, I know some people didn't like it, but what I like about it is it cuts out all the bullshit. Like yeah. one of the complaints about Game of Thrones, especially like in the middle seasons, was I felt like they were just sometimes padding shit. Like I don't need to have uh, Jon Snow's friend. What, what was that guy's name? The, the, Sam Parley, the the chubby one, just sitting there peeling potatoes for ten minutes. Right. Like, yeah. You don't get that in the show because they have a story to tell here. Like there's a big that the pacing's quicker. Because, well, one, there's like all these time jumps. Now, it might start slowing. Who knows what season two will be like if they do big jumps. Like this episode, obviously, obviously the last three episodes are not going to take place very far apart from each other because, you know, it all is about that when the king dies. This is yeah. really after the king dies. They're trying to find Aegon. Is that his name? Yeah. Uh, a- a- Aegon, yeah. Yeah, he's like a hidden. I guess he was technically kidnapped or something or I- maybe wandering around drunk and that lady just knew where he was and she just wanted to get I think that's what happened but I'm admittedly a little unclear on that because he was like hiding under something I'm like clearly they didn't put him there he's just like hiding yeah Uh, but you get to this episode you only get like half the cast uh the princess and Damon are not in this episode and her kids uh focuses on the uh 
fuck, I what are their names? Like the ones that the woman who married the king. What's her name? Like Eric and Eric or something? Are you, is, are those the two you're talking about? Well, the queen. What's her name? Alicent. Yeah, but what's the family name? They have like a whatever. It, it yeah. focuses on their kids. It focuses Aegon and Amon. I love yeah. That. So lazy. Uh, uh, we got Aegon. What we name? Uh, Aegon. No. It's like Aegon, Aegon, Egon, Ogon, Ugon, Aegon, Aaron, Aegon. Well, Aegon. this, this, I, it's weird because this episode, the next, to the last episode, finally. The, all the gears kind of clicked into place and you saw that small council um, realize their plans and they almost did it by, by happenstance. Now well, the way in a coup basically. Yeah. Uh, but, but they not- lucked out because the queen misunderstood what her husband was saying and, and brought them the gift of saying, Hey, my, my husband right. changed. And, they're gonna go off and that one guy's like bullshit. And then he gets killed by yeah. uh, the Dornish guy. Uh, who doesn't age at all right uh, and uh <clears throat> and that i thought that scene was great that one night's like fuck this i'm leaving I yeah um because it's like you're just taking her word like you don't know like yeah. King Ken, she, he said one thing and it wasn't even about he was clearly talking about a prophecy right on it was not supposed to be him it was supposed to well, be well like, i think i think the queen genuinely misunderstood it i don't think she Realized like yeah. Well, I, I think her dad doesn't give a shit either way. True. <laughs> he's like, I mean, it's interesting. He's interesting because, like, when he gives that speech later in a couple episodes, when he's kind of like at his lowest and just saying like, reason why it was important that it had to be a male line and all this is just to keep the throne together. But what do you think? But how these actions are not going to keep the throne together because basically, what you see. Is you're gonna to go to war now with the princess, mm-hmm. go, and then you also have the Valerian, where she's kind of keeping that one, the queen that never was. Keep, I, I thought this yeah. was her best episode, this one, because she hasn't really done much. She's kind of been in the background a lot. She was in that show, Nurse Jackie. I don't know if you remember. Oh yeah, I never saw it, but I know that show. Yeah. Okay, she was the the like the friend that dates a lot. Okay. <laughs> The British doctor. Sure. Uh, she's uh and she was in some other show, Minx Saga, mm. whatever on Netflix. I don't even know. But um uh, she's kind of been like, I feel like they made a big deal about it in the beginning, and then she kind of just got like pushed to the background. This definitely this was her episode, and like she's kind of being held captive. The Queen's like, I hope to get your decision. And it's like, what if she says like no, they're gonna kill her? I mean, yeah. they're not gonna let her leave. Um, but I like that they're trying to get off the island, and uh, well, she has the the, the biggest scene because I'm like, where are the dragons? And right, we got one. Yeah, <laughs> the scene. It is. It's a weird one. She and I. I we talked about this a little bit before we started recording. She busts through the floorboards uh, with a, this big red dragon, and she Kills has. It. Well, she has the whole royal family like pinned up against a wall. And she could kill them all. Yeah, she could have the dragon blow fire and just completely incinerate every one of them. Yeah, and claim the throne for her own. But she doesn't. The dragon just kind of yells, like, releases this big shout of some sort. Yeah, but she scares the shit out of them, obviously. Yeah. 
So, like, you see the preview for next week? No, I didn't. I, I, and I have not because a couple times they've given away, like, a whole bunch. They do give away too much. Uh, all right, I'm not going to tell you that. I'll just let it ride until next episode. All right. I mean, I like the whole, like, like it's interesting. I like the scene with, like, Amon and uh, I forget. What's the Dornish guy's name? Jeez, I don't. A lot of these names I don't remember. I mean, I, I obviously recognize them when. Uh, I'm so bad with the names. Yeah. Um, Damon, Amon, Aegon. <laughs> as far as it goes. Right. Um, and the little And the little finger guy. What is this? I'm just going to pull up the show real quick. Yeah, yeah. Um. Um, Sir Kristen Cole. Okay, yeah. Uh, they're kind of like going out looking for Aegon, and they're even like Damon's like, I'm the one that studied. I'm the one that actually like. It's just great because right. all that lineage. He should be the king technically. Yeah, like, and I think this was a good episode. I feel like in the last episode they were kind of giving you like this guy's a piece of shit, but I feel like he isn't. I think he's like been like he's just your typical like he's the guy who was bullied as a kid, and now he's like. Mm-hmm. But he's the one that took things seriously. He actually cared about getting a dragon. That's why, like, when they were fucking with the pig, it bothered him so much because he wanted a dragon so bad. And those other kids just got one. And, yeah. Like, so, and he ended up getting the biggest dragon. And he's like the one that does all the studying and actually cares and actually understands the history. It's like, and that Aegon is just this fucking drunk p- abuser, piece of shit. It gets really disgusting. They show this scene with like the uh the kids fighting yeah. in the town. Like they have these like pit fights where they like sharpen the kids' nails and like file their teeth. Yeah. And they just kill each other and it's all for sport. And they said that this guy Aegon, uh, who was like a regular visitor, I guess, to the prostitutes, because they do visit one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Damon, that seems great when Damon's like yeah, they took me when I was like 13, and you could tell the, wh- the woman clearly remembered him. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you find out that, like, he has, like, a bunch of bastards, this guy, and you even see, like, they focus on this one kid who's yeah. his, and they said that basically he likes to basically have a bunch of bastards, and it's, like, little versions of him that he could bet on, and it's yeah. super- up. I mean, the one thing I'll give him is that he does not want it. He has no interest in it. He thinks his father hated him. There's all these, but he, regardless, he'll be a terrible king because he's a terrible person. Once he gets out, they pull him, they find him, they drag him, they dress him up, they throw him right out <laughs> to the yeah. End. He fully embraces it. He's like, oh, he starts God. pumping the sword, and yeah, I mean, he he quickly. Uh, a little uh Joffrey, but he's probably gonna be pretty terrible. He looks he looks Joffrey-esque. Um it is. I I don't know what's gonna come in the, the last episode. Obviously, there's some sort of conflict. Um the, the most interesting character right now to me is Alicent because you could see her trying to pull a bunch of strings to make it all work. Well, where... even the queen says uh the queen that never was uh says to her you should be queen yeah like you were married to the king it should be you now right like you should be in charge and she can't even uh, her name is princess Rhaenys targaryen that's the uh she can't even fathom that she's just been trained her whole life to like basically just be like 
the wife and be the mother and she can't i don't think she could even like process it like hey yeah i could be like the one in charge yeah her dad they basically taller her like like she could she could totally claim the throne and well and she's real smart you know they even the everyone even says like you're a lot smarter than i gave you credit for and she is she she the the king who just died they go way out of their way to talk about how he was like basically a peacetime king you know he didn't want to be king he kind of kept shit under control it was a time of like relative chill you know it, in, the, in that area like you could look at it too like he was in able like they kept him addicted to milk of the poppy True. he was in a weakened state so his family kind of fell apart like uh, i don't know there's a lot of factors involved yeah. like he but I think in the like even like that scene when they make him go hunting, you could tell like he does not want to do he it. He didn't want to do it. He fucked up the hunt. Yeah. And well, I, I, yeah, I liked his character a lot. I thought, like I said, this episode's good. Like, uh, you get to see a lot of like the town. Like, oh, uh, that uh woman who's what's her name? The one who kind of runs like Messier Messeria. Oh yeah, yeah. Her house got burned down. She tells the um, the hand, Sir Otto Hightower, <laughs> yeah. basically says, like, well, one, they give her money, too. But she's, like, basically saying, like, she'll tell where Aegon is. But she's, like, you have to end the boy fights, basically. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like Arrested Development <laughs> episode with Bust, Little Baby Buster, those videos that the dad would put out. Yeah. God. <laughs> of Michael versus Job. <laughs> Uh, that's what I think of when I yeah showed it's way more brutal than the well, oh yeah much <laughs> just a little bit uh maybe more like Peacemaker when uh the oh the, god yeah have the two brothers fight each other and Peacemaker accidentally kills his brother. kills his brother yeah yeah but even that this looks way more brutal yeah <laughs> I mean so he and of course I don't know I wouldn't trust him Otto he's not gonna do shit mm -hmm. I have no. I wouldn't have taken his word. He's like, yeah, yeah, bullshit. Well, he even he even said, "I'll see what I can do." He didn't yeah. promise anything. Yeah. So I don't uh, know. I mean, like I said, this was a great episode. A lot of you get to see like just like a a coup attempt, basically. Um, I mean, the scene when. Um, Rainus gets the dragon, basically escapes. Well, one, it's like besides the fact that she literally scared the shit out of them and ruined his yeah by destroying everything and making it like it was pretty nuts. At first, I was like, "Holy shit, is she gonna incinerate them?" Because <laughs> she could have. Well, but she flies away and decides like clearly she's the one that's gonna tell Dean, you know. Uh, now let me go look up her name now because I get all these fucking names wrong. A lot uh, of the names are real similar. Rainer, Rainier, whatever. Yeah. She's gonna tell her, like, hey, they literally stole the throne from you. So what I'm thinking is that what's gonna happen, like Game of Thrones was interesting because it's like, okay, you had this like war going on with all mm -hmm. the families, even even though like Joffrey was like the king when when they kill Ned Stark and they get and it kind of follows the same too because you had the Baratheon, and yeah. then he kind of, he gets killed in a hunting accident. But then yep. he found out it was intentional killing. I guess. Yeah. Like he, wasn't he like 
assassinated really yes realize it um and they take the throne from him and it's kind of sim a little bit similar um uh, in a way because you but you have this like slow death of the king in this series mm -hmm. um but you kind of had like a, a battle where like the starks and then we're like was it rob and all them like we're not going to recognize joffrey as king yeah so I'm assuming that's what's going to happen here it's like you're gonna have this king but the princess is like not gonna recognize him or something yeah you're gonna have a competing power um which will be really good at driving the narrative in season two um makes it, it's funny i always think about like uh here in a way like when you have elections and stuff and it's, yeah. it's like i remember like when obama became president i remember watching like NBC, MSNBC or something, and they were like kept on talking. It was like whatever her name is, the woman that's married to that uh, economist who destroyed it. Oh, Andrea uh, Mitchell. Yeah, she's talking about like the smooth, peaceful transition of power, and right. then this like, what does that even mean? Like, but I'm like, oh, it's like it's different governments, different yeah. party power, and in a way, that's what it is. It's supposed to be this transition of power, yep. uh, and then with Trump, it was not the mm -hmm. transition of power at all it was the first time i don't as far as i know in the recent america yeah where you had the president not show up to the I, yeah that's gonna get inaugurated he wasn't there he wasn't first time in modern memory you know yeah. i mean that's pathetic it's sad now, uh it's interesting i mean obviously it's not as uh you know, I mean, we did have the uh, what do you call it? The Viking, uh, Kunan Shaman. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess that was the closest thing we got to like a dragon or a mythological, right? Queen. Uh, there were a couple of trolls, definitely, <laughs> and sure. some uh, a lot of orcs, definitely yeah. a ring over here. It was kind uh, of interesting because, like, when when the council came out and basically said to like the house leaders, like, "Look, this is what's going down. The king changed his mind. Amon is uh, Aegon is now the ruler." Um, most of them bent the knee to that to that notion, but a few of them didn't. They got killed for it. But several of them were like, "Look, we don't break oaths. You know, we just that's not how we roll." Um, and uh, it was kind of interesting. I, that does kind of set up like a cool dynamic for next season too. I like too when uh, Aegon, when Aemon's got holding Aegon down or whatever. He's like, I didn't want it. He's like, feelings mutual or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I think that should be interesting too. I don't know. Next week, next week, I'm really curious what's going to happen. I did see yeah. the trail. I feel like the trail didn't ruin anything. Oh yeah, I mean, cool. Obviously, you know what's her face was taking the dragon and yeah. Flying the tell basically the princess and Damon that like hey your shit was stolen and right obviously there's gonna be like a big ass fucking battle um I could see though like what did they say too like with Game of Thrones like basically they destroyed all the dragons because there was like I mean in a way it was like what like providing nukes to people yeah. you know it was like I mean these dragons are like they're they're impossible to bring down they're like they're super powerful they have fire breath that could literally mean oh yeah it's like, crazy. just the notion of having air power alone is like amazing right there's right the idea that like 
like when the princess is telling the queen last episode when the kids are fighting and she's like i'll take them home and i'll fly back on dragon it's just like yeah i'll take like days or whatever on boat and i'll take her like i don't know an hour mm-hmm. <laughs> dragon yeah. where she needs to go and it's just like it is crazy it is the equivalent of having like a fighter jet yeah but, yeah yeah and it, yeah and i could see why they would be like that's why they don't exist because it, it was literally like giving a country a nuke basically or yeah on yeah. edge or whatever so when the because what was it i mean i guess when people were like annoyed about this series wasn't it like the thing because this series i think takes place like they said like what 200 years before game of thrones that sounds right yeah so people were like saying that dragons didn't exist for like a thousand years or something i don't yeah we talked about this once before i don't remember the the specifics of it but you got the impression in game of thrones that no one no one alive had ever seen a dragon right right so that would mean like 80 90 years at least because like even elderly people had never seen a dragon with their own eyes and you get the feeling that it no one alive knew anyone who saw a dragon. That's why it's almost like mythological. And there right. Would be like people who were like, yeah, did they even exist? Yeah. And they even talk about like dragon eggs as something that might even be like a curiosity, like like a piece of art, not necessarily a dragon egg. Right. Because um, those dragon eggs that she gets in the first season, Daenerys, they were like gifted to her or something, right? Yeah. And, they were even like they were like really old they were like hundreds of years old maybe and and that was the other thing too it's interesting is that like in this series everyone gets one dragon right she had three dragons yeah you know that black one was like a real dragon that's why i remember <laughs> in the series it was crazy when the ice king got one and it was like remember that that's how the season yeah. did uh right before the last season was the ice can't because one of the dragons was killed, and if it was killed, right. before, they could bring it back and become White Walker. And that's when they fucking just burned down the wall. Yeah. That was so sick. That All was. right, like one of the sickest scenes of like. <laughs> okay, well, on to debates, I guess. To what? Real life stuff now. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, litter there's... box. Well, do you want to do litter boxes or yeah, the let's talk about boxes first because this is a uh... so right wing has been pushing for the past couple years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, bullshit stories about CRT, they don't know mm-hmm. what it is, but it sounds spooky, scary. Uh, white people are under attack, that kind of nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, how dare you educate my chip, my kid? How dare you, you know, whatever, yeah, so, like. The defense of white supremacy, basically. Grievance-driven, yeah. Yeah, it's all bullshit. And then the attack on trans kids, the attack Mm -hmm. on LGBT teachers, the uh, idea of teachers as a groomer, all these kind of crazy things. And now the new one. Well, real quick, did you hear about this shop teacher that was wearing, like, gigantic anime boobs to class? No. You didn't see any of this online? Mm Mm-mm. Oh my god! I was like, okay, it started out with like the right wing pushing this story and showing video of this like middle aged man dre- wearing a wig, dressed mm-hmm. as a woman with these insanely huge anime boobs. Okay, 
and it was the weirdest thing. And I was like, I'm not going near this at right. all. Right. Yeah. Comment on this shit because there's something cagey about it. Yeah. So they're trying to push it against the whole like, look at this disgusting trans person or whatever. This is who the, the schools are allowing to teach your kid. Okay. And then you find out. You should look this up because then you find out the guy who is doing this. He's actually a right-wing troll. Oh, okay, sure. Supposedly, like, a year before, he got in trouble or whatever for something. And he's, like, a total right-wing troll. And they, the, the right-wing were the ones that were pushing the story. Yeah, that makes and sense. Revealed that this was all basically just a big trolling. This guy is not trans. This is just some weird... Right. What kind of point they're trying to make. Uh, and, they're, and then the right-wing is trying to push the story. Somebody had a really funny tweet of, like, how dare you, uh, like prevent us from spreading our lie or something about this <laughs> this guy I, I don't know it's very i i didn't like i saw that video first time i was like i'm gonna stay away from this yeah it, yeah there's something cagey about this and it was proven to be bullshit um so the new thing now i guess in schools is that schools are gonna allow kids to use litter boxes right because they're cats or something yeah is that you seem to know a little more about this than i do yeah there's like 30 or 40 republicans running for office state or national office that were referencing this phenomenon they believe that schools have started keeping litter boxes on campus (laughs) to let kids who identify as cats or furries go to the bathroom in these litter boxes and so they can go to the bathroom if there was like a school shooting yeah apparently that's there was they did a bunch of research on this and long story i'll get to that in a second but long story short this is just like an uh attempt to bully and dehumanize trans kids is is really what it is Uh what are you gonna be a cat now Uh, right like the same they did the same thing with gay marry like oh you're gonna marry a box turtle now right but they they did some research and i guess some schools did put cat litter in like the supply closet of a classroom based on the notion that like if you um if you get stuck in a classroom during a school shooting you can use cat litter i don't know what you could use cat litter for Uh, eyes of the shooter well if they're saying like to go to the bathroom on i mean i guess you could use cat litter for that um it could also be like i remember i've worked in places where we had cat litter and it was to like put down on wet surfaces like yeah if a kid... I did that when we had the ice storm because there was no when we first moved to texas yeah. insane ice storm in 2013 i never experienced anything like that and we had cat litter we yeah. did not have salt there just wasn't available and let me tell you that i regret using the cat litter it worked <laughs> ended up leaving this like st- i had to like wash it off it was such a pain in the ass yeah. it does work it does melt ice yeah i i used to work as a rock salt like uh like you know uh if you don't have it well also like if if um i worked in the hospital once i think i'm remembering this right like if a kid threw up or something you would on the floor you could just put cat litter on top of it and it would like oh it would like kind of soak it up and it would prevent kids from stepping in it and it would keep the smell from spreading and i don't know anyway who cares the, the fact of the matter is that there's exactly 
there's Republican politicians out there. Bars in the school. What's their reason for that? That are legitimately thinking that that, that this is happening, and it's clearly not happening. There's no schools where they're the the kids are identifying as cats and asking to go to the bathroom in a litter box. Just isn't happening, you know. It's just nonsense, and they're trying to like just belittle. You know, it's like isn't things going crazy? Look what the left is doing. They're allowed your kid to take a shit in the litter box, and it's like that's not happening. Yeah, I mean it isn't, and honestly, if it was, you would you would have heard about it prior to having heard about it on Fox News. Your kid would have come home and told you about it, or you would have seen, yeah, like photos of it or peed in the corner, yeah, in a litter box. It's just out of yours today, and it's like that didn't happen. It's so stupid. It's so stupid that anyone would believe that. If and someone, if you vote on that too, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. If someone told me that that was happening, my first instinct would be like, I doubt it. Let me show Believe. me. Let's see what you got. Let me let me see your proof on this. But they never get to that point, you know. Yeah. So it's just meant to belittle people. I mean, a good example is uh, the, we were talking about some of the debates now. Mm-hmm. March Taylor Green. Yeah. Watched that debate. It was pretty short against Marcus Flower. I'm surprised it even happened. She kind of said shit like that. She went on her fucking anti-trans tirades and all yeah. that. And he just called her out and said she's a bigot. I mean, it was an okay debate. I didn't like the debate was the, the moderators were like dumb. They'd had this like stupid thing where it'd be like, all right, now what, you're going to ask each other questions. And it's like, what do you think Marjorie yeah. Taylor Greene's going to say? She's going to say all kinds of horrendous shit. And I don't know. She it basically started with him calling her out for January six, and yep. she tried to claim that she's a victim. It's like I wish she was a little more like. There's video of you literally telling people to come to January six. Yeah, like of her telling people weeks, like within the weeks, come to DC on January six. Yeah, I thought I thought this this guy flowers. I thought he was great in a lot of ways. He looked polished. He sounded like he had a lot of authority on the, the topics. Was, yeah. Um, I think he's a legitimate contender. You know, I mean, like, I, I know that the last Democrat who ran against Marjorie Taylor Greene, like, mysteriously disappeared, you know, like. Yeah, he, he like, dropped out, like, two weeks before the election. Yeah. So I think this guy's the real deal in that sense. Um, he might. I just like uh light a fire up her ass like it's possible like she might win but she might not win by much and that's not good in a congressional district that could open the doors to her getting yeah. next time or getting you know having a better de- or him running again or having a be- even better Democrat. I just, yeah i just think with someone like marjorie taylor green or lauren bobert or paul like with a lot of these flam you know inflammatory uh republicans um debates like this almost matter less because like you you if you can tolerate marjorie taylor green if you're the kind of person that can tolerate marjorie taylor green green then you're going to vote for her i would say watching that lauren bobert debate i didn't see the first one except for her freaking out on yeah. the moderator beginning. i didn't see the whole debate but i watched that last one yeah. and you can tell that even though colorado the area that she is in is considered a red area it's definitely not red georgia because Lauren Bober, she didn't outright come out and say, like, I'm sure she, I'm pretty, I don't remember 100% what she said, but I don't think she was as, uh, I always get this word, uh, 
I don't know. Whatever. She she, she wasn't as disgusting as Marjorie Taylor Greene was. Marjorie well, Taylor Greene outright saying all kinds of inflammatory things about gay people. And yeah. Lauren Boebert felt like she had to like dial it back because she's in Colorado. Yeah, I was going to say too. Like my guess is that George, like that dumpy little town in Georgia where Marjorie Taylor Greene is, they don't they they don't get like why the government is of benefit to them. They they're not quite capable of grasping that. I think a lot of people that live in like Western Colorado, even if they're even if they lean conservative, they understand the value of. Their resources um, better. Of what? Their resources. Yeah, they they and they understand the value of like, okay, we need land management out here. We we do need some broadband shipped out. Our they they understand like, yeah, we're kind of dependent on the federal government for some things. They may not like it. They may not want a lot of it, but they they know like we need park rangers. We need some sort of oversight as to how the land is used. They they get it a little more so than like. Fucking... I don't know. No, I, yeah, I just. I mean, like, I mean, talking about like follow up to what we talked about last week. Uh, Adam Frisch is doing pretty good. I mean, as of right mm-hmm. now, he's polling higher than her. I don't. I don't trust him until the actual election. Right. But whatever momentum it takes to get people to vote, mail in ballots started shipping. Yeah. In Colorado and whatever. Same thing in Georgia. I think people were going to start voting already, uh, like today. I think mail-in ballots came mm-hmm. in today, um, and early, early voting opens up. And I mean, we're getting there. We're already like half more. We're past the halfway part of the yeah. month. So this election is going to be here in less than three in like three weeks. And so Lauren Barbert's definitely freaking out. It's funny. She's trying to like land this whole like Aspen Adam. Yeah. Aspen part of your district though like why would you insult like you know what I mean mm. like she's trying to pull this whole Aspen Adam and it's like come on we know who you are and then there was a story that came out recently that supposedly she shot her neighbor's dog yeah I'm still like a little like I don't even care if it's true or not because it just it tracks it's just if you're the kind of person where a rumor could potentially be started that you would shoot a dog, then you're you're a shitty person. Like no one's gonna start a rumor about me like that because look, I, I may do crappy things here and there. I ain't shooting a dog, you know. I mean, like that's just I don't know. I think um I think again, like look, Marjorie Taylor Green, Lauren Bobert, if you can stomach and vote for them, then you're then nothing anybody can say will change you're not, your mind. You're not living in reality. Yeah, if you believe all the bullshit that Marjorie Taylor Greene said during the debate. Like that's the thing. I don't think Lauren Lauren Bober tried. She is definitely in a weakened position because she was able to. She was not. She had to like make all this shit up, saying what she's done for the state. And the reality is that Adam Frisch has all the receipts, and yeah. she's not really done anything. And the point is, is that. She only started showing up these past couple of weeks a lot more in Colorado. I guess she had more time to kill her neighbor's dog because mm. she's never here. She's never home. She's uh, too busy yeah. going to like TPUSA events and church and mega churches, right. Trump shit, and any other right wing event. She wants to get in front, become a right wing yeah. media star. Well, she might have more time hopefully after November to do well, that. And wish her luck. You that'd know? be awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like become a full time. Go ahead. I, I mean, like. You will be completely invalidated. You lost in a heavily red district. Yep. Suck. Like, you're a joke. Like, Marjorie Taylor Greene, 
I don't know. I think she's clearly in a different position. She knows it because if she didn't, if she knew she was not in a different position, maybe, hopefully, maybe Marcus Flower might pick up more. Um, I don't know. But because she could get away with saying these, she thinks she can get away with saying these awful things and still win. Yeah. And I think Warren Bobert had to like try to be, try to be like, more serious yeah a little more cagey about it we watched she seemed more serious like she was trying so hard to be Mm -hmm. like i do all these things and it's like i was like who is this person that's not the fucking QAnon nut job that we see all the time (laughs) you know like yeah a typical republican if she acted like that you know Mm -hmm. uh i wouldn't think she but she's still horrible either way but yeah i'm watching this one and the debate was so short. The yeah, Taylor. thirty minutes. It it was over before I knew it. Um, it was disappointing. I th- I think it's funny because I think the the Bobert debate was run by really articulate moderators, and this debate I felt was just like I don't even know why the debates right, even agreed to do this vote. Yeah. I bet you if she if she refused to do the League of Women Voters, yeah and everything like that it would just be because it would just be like oh she wants to take away a woman's right to choose she wants to yeah even attend this event uh yeah tv debates are bullshit most of the time often yeah they're usually in the camp for one of the candidates and it seems like technically it's always the right winner yeah uh you know like even during the marcus flower debate with register green they were like both of you need to stop interrupting each other it's like marcus taylor green right out the gate was interrupting him and saying oh it was like it was like almost like watching trump versus joe biden that first mm-hmm. debate. i do right before he got COVID, he would just keep going on and on attacking him and, and biden, that was when biden's like shut up yeah that was awesome uh it i don't know like i said i hope she loses I, oh I yeah over one i want over to lose and it'd be funny if Green's the one she wouldn't have Bobert anymore. Like she would just become right. more isolated. Like, and I think Mark, I think Marcus uh Flower that brought up a good point saying, like, there's no representation here. There's no office, I guess. Yeah. He said, no office. And she said, You're lying. And he's like, No, there really is none. Like it's not even on your website. Like, I guess I don't I don't know exactly what the term was, but it's basically like showing, like, hey, is this woman actually doing anything for the state of, of for the yeah. and Georgia. So and he was claiming he said that she didn't even have like these positions filled, I guess. It's just it's one huge grift. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of the Republicans running are like that. I look at uh Herschel Walker who has debated against uh his opponent on uh, Friday. There was supposed to be a debate on Sunday, which I didn't know about, I didn't realize it, and it was an empty seat. Walker didn't show up. Yeah. He claimed he had he was busy doing all this work or some bullshit. But then he showed up on some like Sean Hannity event where it was literally just a, right. a Walker campaign event. But yeah, he's fuck. just another one where he's we like like if you listen to Herschel Walker and you're like, oh yeah, I could get behind that, then I don't know that you're thinking critically enough so that a an ad from a Democrat would work. You know, I mean, if you're if you if you look at Herschel Walker and say that he did a great job. Like I saw like Newt Gingrich or someone say that. I was like, fuck you, Newt. Yeah. You know, I mean get the fuck out of here. You know he was terrible. He could barely get a word out. He he pulled out like a fake badge or something. Yeah. 
Yeah, like a plastic, like one of those honorary <laughs> badges you get, like when the cop comes and talks to your sixth grade classroom and hands everyone a plastic badge. That's what Herschel has. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like, I don't know. What did he ask about? He they asked him a question about healthcare or insulin. And of course, he gave the classic, like, oh, oh yeah. Exercise more. It's like, do you know what type one diabetes is? Right. Now? Type 2 diabetes is the one where you can make the debate save, like, yeah, you know, if you improved your diet and, like... Yeah, you could argue that, sure. Exercise, uh, it can be preventable. Type yeah. 1 diabetes, which I think, I don't know what more people suffer from. I think, like, that's like, uh, what they call it, like, juvenile diabetes or whatever? Yeah, you just get it, you know? Like, people who have it from when they're a kid, I knew people who have it, and insulin is so fucking expensive. Mm -hmm. yeah, Whole saying that it, I mean it's like this is okay. This why don't you just, so you're basically saying you yes. don't believe in capping insulin. Yeah, See, yeah. I'm with him, and this is why he's so scary. Is because he's folksy. <laughs> and well, and, that, and that's the most dangerous thing because when they're folksy, true on them, and they can lie. Yeah, I would say yeah. That, and look, the danger. There's a couple dangers here. Um, Herschel Walker is very, very popular in Georgia. You know, um, he's kind of like a, a sports hero. Uh, Republicans are very energized to go vote for a Republican. But Herschel Walker, look, he's a terrible candidate. Warnock is a good candidate. And I don't know if that like fighting against insulin price regulation is going to work for Herschel. Like 90% of Georgia lives off of like moon pies and RC cola and stuff like that. I mean, they can't imagine that like they're going to want to pay a ton for insulin or anything. Yeah, right? they're there with their fucking foot cut off. <laughs> like, oh, uh -huh. the Walker in the Senate for life. Yeah. That's um, great. Yeah, I've got, okay, so I got a, a map here, diabetes, data and statistics and um much like in politics george is bright red it's high up there when it comes to diabetes yeah actually like most of america is to be yeah. fair if they're worse than other like if you're eating fruit punch pickles you right seen yeah i imagine you have diabetes <laughs> like if you're eating that shit like yeah actually i'm looking at it the 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 big the big diabetes areas are the bible belt it's like oklahoma louisiana tennessee alabama west virginia of course uh mississippi george is kind of in the second tier of that where 11 to 12 percent of people have diabetes it's like a staggeringly high number well anyway like why would you why would you clip of him with the badge I didn't hear this yet, so this is going to be mm. Ron Philipkowski. Yeah. He tweeted this as, I'm pretty sure this is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's Is it him and the, and the sheriff? Yeah. Have you seen okay. this? Okay. I did. Yeah. Play it, but I saw it before we recorded. It's only like 24 seconds. This is the badge I flashed at the debate, and this is my share, Chef Rowland. Yes. If Herschel's badge is a prop that I guess this badge I wear every day to protect the system. I guess it's a prop also. But these are real badges 
and I gave this to my friend for all he's done for this country and this camp. This is hey, you, you can't just give what badges away. That, that's not how any of this works. These people are These morons. Are babies. If you're an adult, you have no you have no critical thinking skills. If you yeah. watch that and you're like, yeah, that's right. Hirsch Walker's done so much for this country, and his badge is just as good as this other guy who's so called a a real sheriff. Like you have no critical thinking skills. You're an idiot. Yeah. You're a fucking idiot. I'm sorry. It, like, who's this for? Dude, he is definitely the litmus test. Like, he's worse than Trump in some ways. Well, yeah, a lot of people were saying that like Herschel Walker is a test of just how far how far will Republicans go? Like, will they will they vote for a literal <laughs> moron? JD Vance, Carrie Lake. JD Vance can at least look, he's odious but he can at least string a sentence together yeah, like herschel walker is like demonstrably dumb he is yeah he is just dumb like i don't know we were talking before this and i was like is this an act is this like a put on yeah like, it's not like, i don't think like that actor who had uh from law and order who ran and like uh, oh yeah he would sound old but then like when he all of a sudden he decided i'm gonna be a, a politician all of a sudden he sounded like a catfish wrangler yeah or what's his face in uh, Louisiana? Uh, oh, Joe Kennedy, yeah. John Kennedy, who's this like, I don't know, went to Oxford or something. Yeah, like, he's a real bright guy and he acts like a moron. Like Pond, and he's like, when he talks on like Fox or whatever, he's like, wow, you see here? You see here? Yeah, he's like Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm yeah. confident that Herschel Walker is as dumb as he sounds. You got you to gotta shake it and then you get butter. <laughs> I am confident that Herschel Walker is as dumb as he sounds. I I, I would stake a lot of money on that. <laughs> He's not gonna be like, well, chat by the right. debate with you, Warnock. You're not wits and see who who wins in this <laughs> duel. As in life, you got your brainy gremlins and you got your googly-eyed gremlins, and Herschel Walker is a googly-eyed gremlin. I don't even know googly-eyed gremlin. He's like that. Remember they were like in Gremlins 2, there was like, there was the googly-eyed one. Yeah. And those other two, there was like that one who looked kind of like uh, that old mobster actor. Yeah. And then like Sidekick had like buck teeth. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like a mashup of those two Gremlins. Yeah. 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 I know what you mean though. He's definitely not the brainy Gremlin. Right. Well, and Warnock, Warnock's like a pretty talented and popular politician i mean like it is it is kind of a good litmus test like how far can this go because well yeah it's not even just how far can this go because he's dumb but it's also like how far can this go this guy it's already come out that he had paid for abortions and yeah, he wants multiple breaks away the, he, he has kids everywhere but they, they were making comparisons to the grim by the pussy tape that got out before yeah. the election trump happened a couple weeks before the election and everyone's like, Trump's done. This is it. Yeah. Wow. Wasn't. And I mean, that was different because that was just like, okay, yeah, he's a sexist pig. And it's like, ran by the, like, what? That's yeah. Like, sounds crazy. But this is just like, this is worse because oh, yeah. it shows that the Republicans are fucking hypocrites. They're fucking hypocrites. And that's it. They're trying to run on, on, and, you know, they're trying to say that they're inflation and all this. Like, what are you going to do about inflation, first right. of all? Right. 
Yeah, he, well, they can't do anything. Wait, what's going to happen is, is that the people who donate to the Republican Party will reduce prices. Yeah, well. Because <laughs> that's what's going on. Didn't they say that this inflation is mostly uh, manipulated? Like, it's not a true inflation? Like I've heard that. Yeah, like, I don't. I don't. Fuck it. I'm going to raise my prices. I don't know. I Look, I, there's probably an element to that. But um, the world is changing so quickly. And there's so many variables, you know, like COVID changed things and then gas prices changed things. And then like the war in Russia changed things. And it's just it's so hard to pin it down to one specific thing. I don't think anybody could. Make inflation greater or worse, you know, w- w- without a lot of other things conspiring to help. Well, I mean, you could. A lot of people usually companies have raised their prices because the manufacturers raise their prices because yeah. they buy the goods that needed to make the man the the goods. They raise their prices, so it it is a tailwind effect in that way. But when you find out companies own most of those engines, yeah, the, it's manipulated. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. That's true. Uh. The best is when you see like Republicans only signs talking about like gas prices and saying like let's make it like 2020 again or 2019 or no 2020 again. I was like, ah oh, man, what happened in 2020? Yeah, <laughs> no one was driving. Was- I go back to that now. A lot of these idiots that are still alive, they probably never took COVID seriously to begin with, so they were just like, I still ate at the Piggly Wiggly. I don't give a shit. Right. No, yeah. we didn't down. I still went to church. You know. Yeah, half my friends are dead, but you know. They all had comorbidities. Remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. Clearly, they had something wrong with them. Yeah, you mean like they needed insulin? I wonder if like that's been factored in because like a significantly larger number of Republicans died than uh, Democrats because that of coronavirus. Be, I mean, that would be awful, but kind of like uh, yeah, karmic. Karmic, um, like they literally lost by like a couple of thousand in each state based yeah. on like. COVID figures. Because the thing is, like, into 2020, when COVID was running rampant, yep. they didn't know what to do. People were freaking out. They didn't, you know, PPE was not available. Masks right. were not available. Purell was, like, non-existent. Uh, what they call well, it? and a lot of, I remember at the time, not really being entirely sure how it spread. You know, there's still yeah. a little confusion about like, that. It's the wrong thing. Am I going to yeah. get, you know, wash my hands up everything? Packages, like, is yeah. COVID? Packages you didn't. Know. I used to come home and like put my clothes immediately in the laundry and shower and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. in end of 2020, when we started to know more about it and vaccines started to come out mm-hmm. to the spring and the year after, Republicans and right wingers pretty much across the whole world made a decision and said, We're not going to take this virus seriously. Yeah. And they they took themselves out. I mean, so, like they, yeah. They they refuse to get vaccinated. They refuse to, you know, social distance. They refuse to wear masks or anything. Mm-hmm. Wearing a mask was the worst thing. I saw like Blake Masters like tweet something earlier, and it's just like insane that this is same yeah. thing. Sorry, they think that this is still like a winning thing, but maybe it is. I don't know. Especially well, on a Blake Masters proof of COVID vaccination required to attend a Mark Kelly fundraiser. Democrats are the party of mass and vaccine mandates. Republicans are the party of freedom. Yeah. I mean, look, I think I think that the the mask or vaccine, I think that definitely worked in Virginia, getting Youngkin in office. I think that um there's probably some people 
Like, there's probably some people whose small businesses got tanked and they're still real pissed about it, you know? And I don't know what to tell them, but. That was my favorite, though. Lauren Boebert tried to do that during the debate when she was, she went mm. on about like, it's interesting the tactic that she used. She said that like small, this with COVID or something like, She's trying to be clever here. And for like the average moron, they probably would fall for this saying that like Walmart was allowed to stay open, but your small business wasn't. But it was like, well, what was your small business? Yeah. I owned like a flower shop or I owned like a place where you can get pots and stuff. Yeah. Well, that's not a, uh, they had stores. It was like what they call essential services. And I remember like, uh, GameStop tried really hard to be an essential service. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, but like Lauren Bovert was trying to like misconstrue that whole thing. And it's like, yeah, of course, like as the average person, you'd be like pissed, like, yeah, Walmart, what the fuck? Well, it's like, well, Walmart gets to be open because especially if they're a grocery store. Right. You need food. And yeah, food and other items, like if they have toilet paper or anything, just like any other supermarket, those are the ones that were open. Yeah. And, so, like I said, for the average idiot who doesn't remember anything as a f- memory of a fly, they would fall right. for that. And it's like, yeah, oh, well, it's really standing for the people. It's like, no, she's just trying to miscon, you know, conflate things and trick you into the fact that, like, yeah, her shitty boob gun restaurant was not <laughs> essential service. We're going to get food poisoning to during the COVID. Yeah, right. I got pork slide. I got. <laughs> Day old pork sliders that were sitting in my uh, back <laughs> refrigerated, ready to go, soaking in rum or whatever the fuck she used. I don't know, gun oil. I meant to send you this today, I because I've talked about it before, and and we've always kind of like mentioned it. Um, the front page of my old hometown newspaper, the Fort Myers News Press. The big headline today was: there is a dramatic increase in the number of flesh-eating bacteria deaths. Oh my god! Yeah, and because the the funny thing there is that there was previously, I guess, an acceptable number of flesh eating bacteria deaths, but now there's this like, where is this in Florida? Fort Myers, Florida. Uh, yeah, you let think me see. The if, hurricane had anything to do with that? Yeah, that's what they're saying. Uh, the the hurricane had a lot to do with it. Um, Brackish. Yeah, yeah, if you go, yeah, if you go to. Uh, news-press.com one of the headlines it's not the big headline anymore but one of the lower the the next level headlines is why so many flesh-eating bacteria cases health officials blame ian like (laughs) i remember before going to um crap what's that called that beach in galveston yeah galveston yeah I remember going there, and shortly before going there, there was a story about a guy getting a flesh-eating virus. Yeah, it's well, a brackish like, water, man. But, yeah. <laughs> I was, like, freaking out. I guess the gulf is one big brackish water. Yeah, it's, like, it's basically, the like, body, water. It's it's body water. temperature water. So anything that can live in your body can live comfortably in the Gulf of Mexico. Oh, and God. If, <laughs> yeah, if, that's true. If you think about it, that's why people get, like, fucking... They get like worms that go into their pee holes. Yeah. Right. So like, and salt water will generally kill stuff. But if you're in brackish water, which is only mildly salty, then you're, it's going to like, 
Shit can just live in there and then crawl in you and then eat you. That's so funny. I didn't think about that. If the water, you do not want to go in your body temperature water. No. You have things that they could live, they're going to live in you. Yeah. You want like either very hot water or cold water. Like, right. like room temperature water, body temperature water is like. You're no. pretty safe in the Pacific, I guess. Yeah. Right. That water is fucking freezing. Yeah. It is. <laughs> All right, well, I know there was another J.D. Vance debate. I didn't see it. Did you see anything about it? Uh, no, I saw clips. Uh, actually, I take that back. I heard clips. I was listening to, to the news while I was making dinner. And um, they did play a great clip where um, Tim Ryan basically said, like, look, they're gonna, they would eat you alive in Washington, D.C., J.D. Vance, because you have no backbone. You call Trump, you know, the... the he was on the debate, too. Yeah, but it was a this was a, a new one and he and he hit him even harder saying you just kiss Trump's ass. You you whoever's in power, whoever's bigger than you, you're going to kiss their ass. Like he would call Trump Hitler but then kiss his ass and yeah. that. Here's a I got let me see if this is. And he just got sued. Okay. Here's, those Did you hear recently too that like one of his found of one of his main donors or whatever got caught with like uh basically it's a opioid Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. This is the guy running about like how he cares about his grandma who got addicted or something. Right. Well, that was his whole hillbilly elegy shtick, right? Yeah, but it's always bullshit. Gun, precious babies in Connecticut. <laughs> he said it was a hoax, and he went on and on and said it was a hoax. And I've met these families from from Sandy Hook. Absolutely devastated. You lose a fourth grader to a to a madman, and this guy says it was a hoax. Our guy, J.D., says this is one of the most credible news sources in the whole country. And he just got convicted and he just got sued to the tune of billions of dollars that he owes the family for putting them through this grief. And I just want people to know it's like we are running for the United States Senate. This is the highest office you could get in this country except for president. And he's running around backing these extremists. The most extreme people in the country, a guy who denied, denied Sandy Hook. He's like, you know, he's credible. Thank you, I mean, you don't have to talk about, you know, how I got in hot water with with uh, my my. Uh, this is a, a clip now showing mm -hmm. that he Tim Ryan was 100 uh, right with saying that Alex Jones was a more credible source of information than Rachel Maddow. But like one of the things that I saw in the reaction to that tweet was people are terrified of unconventional people, of people who don't think the thoughts that they're supposed to think. And that to me is like the opposite of what you would want in an elite. You would want an elite that's willing to think outside the box. That's willing to say, well, maybe this is like a crazy idea, uh, but maybe it's true. Hey brother, you're on tape, I man. I never said that, Tim. You Go and run the tape and find out exactly okay. what I It'll said. It'll be like 30 I minutes and we're gonna know your life. I, 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 I never said that. <laughs> That's a good one. I mean, J.D. Vance is a fucking sock puppet. He's a he. Uh, here's a well fact check to help bring half a billion dollars back to Ohio to fund the. Oh, I don't. You know, I, that's the only thing I wish. Uh, oh, uh, let's see. This is disgusting. I, I'd like to get... I'm not gonna play this one. Uh, Donald Trump Jr. claiming that J.D. Vance ended Tim Ryan's political career. Yeah. Well, that's the that's the MAGA playbook. That's what they did with the election, and that's what they're doing with all these debates. They'll have a debate, and then immediately, everyone who supports them comes out and talks about how they won the debate. You know, 
And they're just kind of, ho- and a lot of times they plan the debates for days and times where people can't watch them. Fucking Greg Abbott wanted to debate 6 p.m. on a Friday night. And like the, the J.D. Vance debate today was like at four in the afternoon or five in the afternoon or something. The Marjorie Taylor Greene debate's like 30 minutes long. I mean, they're just... Or sat. It was like on a random day. Yeah, no, they they don't want people to see these yeah. debates. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, but people. There's a thing called the internet, and people, right, and Twitter, and all this stuff. Like, people are gonna see it if they want it. Well, I still think that. Look, I'm glad the debates are happening. I like the debates. Maybe they'll change some minds, but generally speaking, people who support or are willing to support Marjorie Taylor Greene are going to. If you're the kind of person that's like. Well, I, I want to hear a little bit more about what Lauren Boebert has to say on, you know, gray wolf management practices, then you're, you're going to vote for Lauren Boebert. You know, you're already going to vote for her. Like you're just, you don't, you just don't want people to think you're a complete moron. So you want to like, say you're on the fence, but if you're on the fence about Lauren Boebert, there ain't no fence. You're, you're, yeah, you're full of shit. Yeah. Like, come on. I know. It's like the, the uh especially like during the past couple of years with like Trump versus Hillary or Trump versus yeah. Biden, the so-called like fence sitter, the person who doesn't know, they're a fucking idiot. Or they're yeah. a liar. Probably right. the they're a liar. They don't wanna they don't wanna outright say that they're a MAGA or something right. like that. But I respect the MAGA guy more because at least you know what you're dealing with and they're honest more. You know, yeah. You're a piece of shit. Like they're honest. I'd rather have deal with a more honest broker. Be like, yeah, I don't agree with you. You're a moron. The other guy, it's like it's more of a con, you know. Like, yep. and and I almost feel like when they do that, it's almost like they're trying to like validate too. Like, you know, I don't agree with all these things, but they're making some really good points. Yeah, you know? that's yeah. all those really good points. Uh, like red Bob, flag. Yeah, like especially like Marjorie Green, who you know her debate against uh, Marcus Flowers, basically like. I mean, she'd try to bolt some bullshit saying he's never had, like, a job or some crap. Right. Uh, but, like, if she pushed all the horrible, insane conspiracy theories during there. I love the, oh, that's a, he came out right at the gate and said, like, you were part of the January 6th. And then she said something about her husband having, like, evidence. Right, proof of it. Proof, proof that she was a victim. And yeah. proof that, like, Antifa was involved or something. Yeah. Uh, speaking of another, a uh, lot of like media is going after, like really in the bed of like going after Fetterman. Like they're trying really, yeah, hard for sure, to, uh, attack him. I think, like I said, I hope Fetterman wins. I hope Shapiro wins too. Mastriano sounds horrible. Yeah, well, I think I think they both will win. I think Pennsylvania is going to go pretty solidly blue. I, I don't know that. You know, I mean, I thought that about Hil- Hillary beating trump so clearly my track record spotty i just don't trust anything right i'm, not, I'm ready for all kinds of weird upsets that yep. night. me too I yeah got- honestly i'm 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 almost just as willing to think that maybe it'll go the other way that democrats are gonna have a big good night you know i mean i just don't know so yeah it's all scary yeah it is well at least i know um election night I will definitely be not only glued to my TV, but frantically refreshing my parlor feed, uh, just trying to get all oh, the latest news. Parlor account going? My oh yeah, parlor. Was... Yeah, the thing that no one's talked about once since like 2020. 
I know parlor is there are I every day I see at least three or four new tweets or part what are parlors called they call parlays like, uh, what parlays yeah I mean like Trump has truths yep I don't know what the fuck parlor is called mm. <laughs> right. parlor sharks Regur uh, regurgitations <laughs> yeah uh not sort of truth. Mm. <laughs> if well, I think that the the platform will take off soon once it's uh, helmed by the capable business person that is Kanye West. Yeah. Okay. So basically, like a story came out that Kanye West was going to buy Parler. Yeah. Now <laughs> this is a man who's recently decided to come out and go on multiple tirades against jewish people he also went after black people he said that george floyd was not killed the family supposedly threatened to sue him yeah i think they should sue him they're basically saying that this is like a sandy hook type thing he's basically going out there defaming them saying that uh that he wasn't killed yeah they're um it's it kanye west i mean like he's been problematic for a while i suppose this is like this has gone this is like so much worse than ever like, well and it also puts like into perspective well and you've said this a couple times but like his actions when he was running for president and he was going to like file in Georgia and stuff i mean like he was doing he was doing some things to really gum up the works you know yeah supposedly uh, there was some intimidation on like uh workers or something in Georgia yeah uh i definitely think he needs to be investigated for that but so he's been like kind of budding he's always kind of been budding up with like candace owens supposedly yep. candace owens, the one that like red pilled them or black pill sure. call it uh she was the one that did that years ago that made him like finally come out and like publicly wear like a maga hat and all that yeah. shit. um but now he's been like with her recently wearing like the white lives matter but then he goes on this like insane uh, anti-semitic tirades like and... really like not that there are pleasant anti-semitic tirades but like these not even dog whistles they are just <laughs> yeah straight up anti-semitic exactly like some like some said all the words he just i don't think he said uh the k word yet but he might as yeah. well some people accidentally reveal their anti-semitism and then it you like you know, that guy in that one meeting that he uh, those at the TTP or whatever the fuck that Texas. Yeah, yeah. right. One woman sits up and the guy's like, "We don't have any Jew money." Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he probably didn't think at the time that he was being anti-Semitic openly. You know, he didn't realize that. Well, that he said might... it really loud, and then he started like, yeah, <laughs> giggling and whispering. I was like, "Dude, you, you already said the. You already said it." Loud, like, but Ka Kanye just like opened up the floodgates of like really awful this, like, I, here's a, the kind of shit that i would see like spread on like you know hn or any of those yeah. groups, nazis people with peppy the frog mm -hmm. memes um you know just outright nazi shit i mean stuff i would see like when i was a kid when you know with uh someone would show me one of those like nazi co underground comics that they would get hand out those pamphlets yeah all those like things he's saying it's all it's just old-timey shit from like protocol of zion and yeah. all this stuff this I mean, is like 
Mel Gibson four drinks into a particularly rough night, you know. Mel Gibson's dad, they interviewed him when that movie came out, and his dad said shit that Mel Gibson's never even said. That's true. You well, remember there was a story that got out where Winona Ryder said something about like how Mel Gibson like threatened to throw it in an oven or something. Oh Jesus, no, I don't remember that. Yeah, that was uh I you could look that up. Well, uh, so the one of the okay, so the part thing happened is is that Candace Owens husband, I guess, owns that shit. Yeah. <laughs> so she's just basically getting a mental patient to buy off this garbage that no one really wants. Right. Because that's and, it's a financial disaster. All those right-wing media platforms are financial disasters. Are yeah. I mean, they don't go anywhere. There, there's Twitter can't figure out how to make money. You think fucking parlor's gonna make money? I mean, that's like Twitter, like fun, the reason why it's successful because what it is. But yeah, if it's profitable or not, it's a different story. The funny thing is, anytime they try to make Twitter profitable, it doesn't work and it hurts Twitter. Yeah, but that's the problem with the app as a whole. It's like not really designed in a way to make money. Yeah, the only way they'll ever really make money. And they're trying. They have like Twitter Blue and all that. I've always thought, like, is that worth doing? I mean, like, I, I looked so. at Twitter Blue is weird. It the price changes depending on where you live, which I think uh, is kind of interesting. Uh, that's weird. Okay, yeah, I know. I looked into it. and I was like, is this even worth doing? And I'm like, it's only like three bucks a month. But like, yeah. I I never did it just because like I would do it if uh, like you know instead of ten people seeing like my, my tweets for my ads for my stores like. 100 people sort therefore bring the chance of selling more yeah stuff. i would do it that's it I, I don't care if my my dumbass tweets get elevated and like you know Elon Musk is a dick you know like i don't care if that like i'm not gonna pay <laughs> right that. i mean yeah you can look at it, like more people are looking at it maybe people will see the link in my bio sure but i would be more like i would treat it like okay this is like an ad right where, post a tweet that has like it clearly is like a link to one of my stores or to get like you know pet port yeah yeah and i would look into doing it but i don't think that's what it is i think it's just like more access to crap i don't think it's like it's almost like a uh like a paper or something like well you could yeah you can do a lot of things you can have like little subscription groups you can do a lot with it um i don't know much about it just because yeah i I mean like i would only do it if it elevated my uh my account yeah uh so see that's basically it and the joke is if he were to say what he said on this podcast recently on parlor yeah it would get out in apple and google and whatever right stream uh app i don't know whatever places you buy apps yeah, like google play or apple or any of those i mean android stores pretty much if it's those two remove you yeah it, so that he's just stuck with nothing. It's like it, it, either way, it's a waste of money. Yeah, I don't think Parlor's ever proven to be profitable. No, and it's like like I don't know Twitter. This is almost like the pro- the reverse of the problem with like Fox versus MSNBC, CNN, NBC, all those because like all the all the chuds together flock to Fox, and the progressives, which are roughly equal in number, have to divide their allegiances to all the, the other networks are always like we need to veer more to the right thinking they're going to get shaved yeah Fox News. And, and it never, never works happens. all you do is piss off your 
you know, your moderates will stick with it, but you'll piss off like your what was your progressive audience. They're going to be like, what is this shit? And then right. eventually they'll leave. They'll just be like, I, I hate this. What the fuck is this? You know? But chuds are a limited audience. And if you split them up between Gitter, Parlor, Truth Social, Gab, you know, there's like a half dozen bullshit little right wing networks. You just carve that pie into too many pieces. Like you know? Trump. Oh, the funny thing, Trump recently went on like an anti-Semitic tirade, basically yeah. saying that like, Jews did not like support him enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, why would I support you? You literally mollycoddle and Nazis. Like, he said he could he could he'd be elected prime minister of Israel tomorrow. That was ahead. in the same tweet. <laughs> Please go there. That'd be funny. Well, I don't know. I think um I, this Kanye West thing is just exhausting. I saw there's this one comedian. I sent you a clip of hers once. Um, she does, I think her name on TikTok is Color Me Lovely or Color Me Loverly or something like that. And she, her her bit is that she does a PR receptionist. So oh, she'll pick okay. up the, yeah, and she's great. And so anyway, a lot of times people will say, you should do this, you should do that. And she did a video and she's like, everyone's telling me I should do Kanye West, like um, the beleaguered Kanye West publicist. And she's like, you know, this isn't funny. Like this, this is just like too shitty to be funny. And I think if like I tried to make comedy out of it, it would just, you know, trivialize or somehow distract from how disgusting it is. And I think that's like really what's going on with Kanye West or this particular thing. It's just disgusting. It's like really really terrible you know i mean it's like almost like you know when he said the thing about floyd and all that like i hope that just like wakes up more people like yeah this guy's a piece of shit like okay you don't care about jewish people so you're not going to say anything but maybe like that'll shave up more people will be like oh yeah this guy's a piece of shit if he's like saying that george floyd was like faking it or whatever like he yeah. said something like basically like similar shit what steven crowder said it's like there's yeah. no difference the two of them it's getting uh, up into that like um uh alex jones's territory too to be honest with you i mean it's yeah. like in that ballpark so the funny thing is i don't know if it was like sank or something from the young turks and i saw a couple other people say that like they had to respect candace owens and griff game yeah. to be friend and trick kanye into buying her husband's shitty app well yeah like literally taking it off their hand at a profit probably and like now it's his problem and it, he, it'll just disintegrate it's not going to be anything or he could just make it into a he could make it into an, a kanye app where you can buy his music or t-shirts or whatever i'm sure probably look plenty of people still like kanye west a lot of people are going to buy his music or listen to him i think fewer today than it was yesterday and fewer yesterday than it was the day before yeah, but um fewer. <laughs> what Every day will be fewer. Yeah, I well, that's it. That's he he had already lost his cultural cash, you know, and now he's just like trashing his legacy and making it really difficult for anyone to get into his stuff. You know, I mean, people. Yeah, that that last one, I forgot the the name of the. Let me look it up. The name of the podcast that he was on where he went on like that anti-semitic tirade yeah like okay you thought what he said was bad uh the stuff that leaked about Tucker carlson right or the insane tweet that got removed 
this was like uh full on this was like a hundred times worse yeah it's all it's everything each new revelation is worse than the last but i mean that i gotta look up that uh podcast because it was the fact that he's still allowed on twitter is bullshit yeah i get i mean twitter's kind of a, between a rock and a hard place like you you do want to like err on the side of letting people express themselves or whatever um and uh i don't know it's it's just hard i mean i i can see why why they have some difficulty figuring that part out but um he's yeah that Kanye West it's it's a YouTube took it down uh YouTube and Revolt TV Revolt TV was the podcast he was on. Yeah. they took down the Kanye West drink champs interview yeah so he... aired it they put up a disclaimer trying to cover for themselves saying that yeah. like they shouldn't have aired it they shouldn't have aired it I'm sorry this should not have been ever even been published they should have been like we would have put it out but like right we don't want to be associated with this and yeah or you buy the rights and destroy it you know it's if you if you well i mean they're the one it's their show they decided to put it out oh yeah. oh yeah 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 they put a disclaimer in the beginning of their video trying to like cover for like hey we we're not the anti-semites here we're not this is all we're just providing anti-semites a platform yeah, exactly <laughs> spreading it so that everyone on the internet can download the video in any mm. way with any app and just oh. regurgitate it i mean it was all over twitter yeah i'm glad youtube took it down but like the fact is revolt tv just they didn't have to air it yeah true yeah fuck him he's a piece of shit i hope a fucking house falls on him <laughs> yeah i think he's garbage i think he's like a fucking at this point, he's so fucking toxic. It's like, yeah. this is, again, this is not like David Duke was never a well loved rapper. Or no, rapper. no. Fucking, he was literally, you you only knew him as the Klansman guy. That's how, that, yeah, that was, his, that was his thing. That was it. Richard Spencer, same thing. You knew what he was yeah. because he was the white nationalist guy who ran alt right bullshit. All these fucking clans, this is worse. It's like the Trump thing, but I think even worse. Yeah. I think even worse than that. And I I mean, like, let him keep talking, but I don't know. You know, you get these idiots that's still like, yeah, fuck with your shit. And it's right. like, okay, maybe just shut up about it. Yeah. You know, you know what? There's a lot <clears throat> of other artists out there. They're not all disgusting. <laughs> yeah. All musicians in the world, and they're way more talented than he is right now. Yeah, and it's different. I mean, like Kanye's is so weird to talk about. Not, I mean, like people are going to say problematic things, and artists are going to be shitty people here and there. Um, but there's just such a difference between like discovering your that an artist you enjoy has some shitty views versus Kanye, who's like aggressively trying to use his power to make the world a shittier place you know yeah like, who is this benefiting like he's yeah. gonna get some uh you know like i said it, it's all like black israelite stuff he's pushing to yeah OTEP, they call that too that's another like i mean it's just yeah it's just weird poison. i mean like it's poison in the well yeah yeah i mean if you told me that like a pop artist i liked had said crappy things I'd be like, oh, that sucks. And I I don't know that I would like 
I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know that that would ruin their music for me, but like Kanye West just like really is working overtime to well, destroy his legacy. Out, like some of these artists are usually dead already. Right? Yeah, right. Or they're they're those problematic things were at a far enough point in the past where you're like, well, maybe they evolved. Did they apologize? Did they, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or they maybe did they drop dead at least? Did they drop dead? And they can't come out and keep saying worse shit. Right. And or like whatever. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. Guy's alive and he's still just shitty as ever. Yeah, and, and worse. It's somehow like topping it every month. It's like yeah. I mean, I don't even know what he could say next. I'm assuming he's gonna ride this anti-Semitism wave for a while. Probably but like other shitty, like how shittier can he get, you know? Like, I mean, I don't know if he's come out against like gay people yet or other like I don't I know. I would imagine. I mean, like yeah. especially if he's part of that whole like culture war. Yeah. Thing. Right. If he's like because he also is like uh, like some sort of bizarre evangelical Christian, I believe. Uh yeah. so that would add up. He'll uh, say it's a sin or some bullshit. Yeah. Uh did you see that real quick before we wrap this up? Did you yeah. see the uh uh tweet with uh Elon? Like doing a fusion with Kanye or something, and I guess no. where they're gonna do fuse uh parlor with Twitter or something. <laughs> but I just went, I just wrote a thing on his uh, on Elon's like, okay, so you're cool with anti Semitism, yeah. Right. I mean, that's kind of what you're telling us, yeah. The if you're if you're reaching out to, to Kanye, <laughs> then you're either a huge part of the problem. Although I have seen a few people like older friends of his, I guess, that are like, please call me. Like, just yeah. well, put... I know like the Puff Daddy thing was like a big that one. was it, yeah. And he he went on a, again an anti-Semitic tirade saying that like Puff Daddy's uh, you know, uh whatever I'm not even gonna say what yeah. he said about for Jewish people, like he's like a puppet or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, no, maybe he's just not a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Maybe he's just trying to look out for you here, Kanye. Maybe yeah. it's just and you're you're garbage. No, but like, okay, real quick, uh, the Elon thing. Um, you're about the Starlink thing, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Like, he's like fucking over the Ukraine or some shit. Well, yeah, I heard. Then he went and said he'd pay for it, or I don't know. It's just it's so confusing. It's like he's right there for the accolades. And then the first bill comes due, and he's like, "Well, I don't know. I didn't sign up for this." You know, like typical. He's been like that from day yeah. one. Every time he says he's going to do something, people at this point just need to be like, "Yeah, doing shit, dude." Right. We'll thank. We'll thank you when it arrives. Uh, but um, I know. heard last. I heard he turned them back on. Um, I don't know. Elon Musk is probably one of the most disappointing celebrities of of my adult life in this in the past decade. Yeah. Like, like I said, they built them up to be this like yep. real life Tony Stark. And yeah, like, nah, dude, he's like this is some shitty rich dude. He's working <laughs> like uh, the guy was his name's character from the first Iron Man movie. Jeff oh, like he's worse than him. Yeah, and uh, what's his face too from Iron Man too? I love that actor, the guy who played Hammer, um, Justin Hammer. Oh yeah, he's great. He was in like uh, JoJo. Uh, I don't know. He's been yeah. he's worse than that character too. Yeah. It's a huge disappointment. That's yes. It. Yeah. All right. Well, this was a little shorter, but still, yeah. still action packed. Still a long episode. You know, 
last week's was like overwhelming. We talked about way too many shows. Yeah, it was a lot. Come on, guys, what's going on here? Maybe we shouldn't have waited on talking about Hellraiser or waited on whatever. Next week, though, when we get back, we'll talk about two episodes of Andor. Yes. Season finale of House of the Dragon. Dragons of the Thrones. Yep. <laughs> uh, I think that's it. I'm trying to think if there's any other shows. Oh, uh, well, we both finished up Dairy Girls. Uh, I guess we could talk about that. We never really talked about it. Did yeah. you ever finish Cobra Kai? No, I haven't. Maybe, maybe I'll do that and be ready well, for that. <laughs> it's so good. All right, cool. How did you even get uh, I stopped like halfway through it. I think, um, forget what happened. I was watching it with my family and it, it, when we binged it, it was easy for us all to watch it together. And then it wasn't. So maybe I'll do that this week. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Well, uh, on that note, I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. And you still going on about that. Thank you for listening to you still going on about that. Um, Please like, comment, share, and if you haven't done already, please follow us on Instagram, YSGO, Facebook, YSGO, and Twitter, YSGO. Thank you, and have a great day.